What's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play this week on the Jock and Nerd podcast. We take a look back at an amazing year for superhero movies as friend of the show, John Bellotti Jr. joins us to discuss the best and worst fight scenes, performances, and moments from this year. And we give you our final combined rankings of 2018. And there will be spoilers. Spoiler alert. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, January 3rd, 2019. Check. Check one. All right. This is for all you fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock and be nerded. Spoiler alert. Yo, what's up, listener? How's it going? Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the first Jock and Nerd podcast of 2019, uh, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Emron. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. Joining us this week, special guest. He's a fellow pixel pusher, and he's got more opinions than there are Godzilla movies. It's John Bellotti Jr. What's up, Bellotti? What's up, dudes? No, that's not... Uh, are you okay? Something wrong <laughs> with your voice? Fuck? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm doing my rug boy. This is what he sounds like, right? Long oh. time. Listen, oh, Bellotti. You sound like... <laughs> What's the matter, guys? I'm from New York, right? <laughs> Isn't this what he sounds like? You sound like a New York crossdresser. <laughs> <laughs> it's transgender, okay? Give me a cigarette, Transgender crossdresser. Transsexual. Transsexual. This is why we only have you on once every six months, Bellotti. Exactly. You got to get more on. You got to lay off the testosterone and get on the estrogen. But I need them. Where need is Rugs? You guys joining us live via satellite is our <laughs> felty correspondent, our puppet on the street, live from Sesame Street. It's Rug Boy. Can Ruggs. you hear me? Rugs, how's it going? Hold What's- on. I have a mic in my hand. Hold on. You hear me? Yeah, you're coming in loud and clear, Rugs. Yeah, okay, I'm on Sesame Street right now. Big scandal this week over yep. on the Sesame Street. We had to send you in to get get the word. What's the mood down there on Sesame Street? Uh, it's kind of fucked up. Like, uh, uh, Elmo is uh, is locked himself in his room with his crayons. Oh, no, is he back on yeah. the crack pipe again? No, no, he's not smoking crack. Okay, good. <laughs> he's like uh, snuggled up against Mr. Noodle right now. Oh, geez, has anybody seen Grover? Is he around? Uh, is Grover he missing? Grover is persona non grata right oh, now. Oh, geez. Well, you guys know why. Did you hear yeah. the big story? I'm very confused. Grover right now. dropped the F bomb. Oh, shit. On yes. Sesame Street, allegedly. Nice. So there look, is a, there's tape of this. We have well, a I remember clip. you mentioning this. Yeah. We're going to play this clip. It repeats it a couple times so you can get a good feel. I want you guys to tell me, did he say it or not? Here it is. And then, Rugs, you'll give us the official ruling. Sure. Yes. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. <laughs> Move the camera. Yes. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. Move the camera. Yes. Yes, that sounds like he an was, excellent idea. He was in the middle idea. of uh, doing a nude photo shoot with uh, Abby. <laughs> oh, shit. I think. Move the camera. Yes. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. All right, so what are they? What is the defense against him not swearing? What are they saying? He oh, he, he didn't swear. No, what did he say? Oh, I think he did. I think he did too. I think it slipped out. Even if he didn't, it's it's definitely sounds so close. But, but what not. what was the word he was supposed to yeah, say? Yeah, what's he what's he trying to say? Uh, I read it somewhere, but he's basically 
if you listen to it another way, you'll hear him say that it. Yeah. Not the, the camera. Yes, yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. So that he sounds says, like an excellent idea. Yes, yes, that's a fucking excellent idea. Or that sounds. I don't hear the word sounds in there that sounds anywhere. Like a, that sounds like a excellent idea. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. No. I, th- I think it slipped Listen out. Listen to it again. I think it sounds like a. I think it. I think it slipped out. Okay, hold on. One last time. I. Yes. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. No. Move the that sounds yes. like an excellent. Yes, that Oh, that uh, sounds like it. an excellent idea. It is kind of like Laurel so, versus oh, Yanni. It is. Yeah, it is. It's Laurel wow. versus Yanni. All right, play it one more time. Okay. I want to hear it if I can see her fucking. Excellent idea. Move the camera. Yes. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. Move the camera. Yes. Yes, that sounds like an excellent idea. It's both things. It's oh, both wow. things. That's, yeah, that's strange. I hear both of them now back I'm hearing sounds. Now I'm just going to say that and then not get in trouble for saying the F word. Yes. I mean, that sounds what, like what a. What is he trying to? What do we think he's saying? The that sound that that's fucking a excellent, fucking excellent idea. That's a yeah. fucking and then sounds like that. But then he's saying that sounds like an excellent. Mm, that's oh, tough. Wow. I let, I'm just. Gonna I heard be, both at that. I, I'm just going to believe that he let the f drop f bomb go. Yeah, he, he could. Look, uh, Grover's a douche anyway. Uh, he wears oh, a stupid shit. superhero costume. I always told him never to do that because I read comics. He doesn't know anything about superheroes. He's he can poser. fly. He can fly. No, he's We've a cosplayer. He is he's a, cosplayer. a low budget co- cosplayer. He's a poser. Yeah, he's touching. He doesn't have. He doesn't have the fucking goods, man. All right, good. Uh, he didn't say I fucking goods. He said he doesn't. T- sounds like the goods. What? Ah. Doesn't sounds like the goods. Rugs, you're gonna do the rest of the show from Sesame Street. If you are a new listener, check out our website, check out the show notes for this episode, jockandnerd.com slash two five five for all the links of everything we're gonna talk about, time code, how to get in touch with the show, how to subscribe to the show for free, so you never miss a show. Let's get to the meat of the show. You saw the title. I can't wait to talk about these superhero movies of 2018, guys. I can the come back if you hit nerd. some kind of uh Okay, Rugs, let's get you back here. No, I need a sound effect to come back, like some kind of a whoop, and then I, I'll be back into the show. How about this? My balls was hot. No. Do you have a, like that little slidey thing that whoop? No, I don't. It's not loaded. You get, here, ding. There, get on the train, and you're back home. There you go. Uh, the theater of the mind is completely destroyed now. <laughs> he was on Sesame Street briefly. Yeah. Uh, you guys, we are here to do our third annual ranking of the year superhero movies we did this in 2016 did it in 2017 and then this year and Bilotti always joins us and fucks up the rankings this is why it's great to have him on here he's the monkey wrench well, we, he's we, the we leave the guy. rankings to the end and make you listen to other shit first right well we're going to uh go through these movies that we are going to rank and uh give quick comments what we what we remember what we thought about them it was a fucking good year for marvel fans marvel characters from multiple studios uh, and a good year for the box office. This year, worldwide all-time high made $41.7 billion. At the worldwide box office, Disney accounted for $7.3 billion of that. Oh, shit. Jesus. Yes. It, the, Disney is still the only studio to cross $7, billions, $7 billion in one year, and they've done it twice. They wow. did it in 2016, and they've repeated it this year. They'll probably do it next year. Domestic. When, when will Disney own Bellotti? Is oh, my question. probably pretty soon. By the already end of this, already. But by the end they of the show, do? definitely. Yeah, they already do. Yeah. Okay, good. They own your I'm happy. sweet ass Bellotti. 
Your they happiness his, is my happiness. They own his sweet, sweet ass. Sweet, sweet ass. Uh, domestically, <laughs> uh, the, this year brought in $11.9 billion at the movies. This was also higher than 2016. Disney accounted for just a little over $3 billion of that domestic total. Wow. Almost a fucking third. Oh, shit. But overall, attendance in North America was up 4 to 5%. More people. We're going to the to the movies this year. More people were were having fun. I don't that know. Movie pass. Yeah, I was going to say, is it because of the movie pass? These sub- subscription things. Will this be the wave of the future? Perhaps. Does any body? Do you have a movie pass? Do you have any of these things? No, I don't. Do you have any interest in in doing these things? There's not enough good movies coming out for me to want to invest in that. I don't know. Next year, there's a lot of fucking crazy shit coming out. The most superhero. How much movies is it? Ever. The AMC movie pass is dead, isn't it? Movie Pass has got to be dead. I think a lot of people are At quitting. Point. The AMC, AMC is like twenty bucks a month. Yeah, twenty bucks. You can I know that's, that's a lot. Bad. Yeah, if, but if you yeah, you gotta go like you three to times go, a week. You have to go like three times to make it worth it. Although AMC, if you have a, your Stubbs member, Tuesdays movies are five dollars. It's very nice. Yeah, so cool. That's nice. Tuesdays. Yes. All right. Here's the movies we're gonna rank in the second half of the show. Uh, <laughs> in February of 2018, Marvel Disney gave us Black Panther. Uh, directed by Ryan Coogler and written by Ryan Coogler and Joe Robert Cole. This thing sitting at Rotten Tomatoes, 97%, 8.2 out of 10. It made a shit ton of money. Opening weekend, a staggering $202 million. Jesus Christ. Finishes the domestic run, $700 million worldwide, $1.3 billion. Oh, shit. And uh, I don't know how much the budget is. It was not available. Probably, Probably like... like- Two hundred million. Two, it made more million. domestically than Infinity War. Yes, it did. Huge cultural but Infinity impact. War. Yes. Uh, what do you guys think? Starting out the, mo- the the year this way, it's like it's weird to think that this was even this year. It doesn't seem like it was this year. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long. What's a, what's a year really there's no space and time we made that shit up that's right it's time, construct. time is a construct yeah. according to kanye and a lot of scientists <laughs> yeah it's a choice too wait no that was slavery oh no that's kanye yeah kanye jesus <laughs> we're going there <laughs> if we're going kanye i got a kanye alert he may be on a new uh upcoming episode of the joe rogan podcast oh shit i saw that that's gonna be fucking crazy i was also a little bit disappointed because kanye was rumored to be at coachella this year oh and he dropped Um, that and it didn't work out and i'm going to coachella instead he's being replaced by ariana grande well she's gonna take over the world too also she is taking over the world yeah but if anyone can handle uh his craziness it's gonna be rogan this is gonna be great that'll be Awesome. All right. Let's go continue. Continuing yes. in April, the movie we have been waiting for uh, since uh, the beginning of the MCU, the movie that should have been a mess, that shouldn't have worked on paper. A epic event, Avengers Infinity War, also from Marvel and Disney, directed by Joe and Anthony Russo, writers Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Whoa. 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.5 out of 10. This thing smashes even more records. Uh, they Black Panther smash records. Opening weekend, two hundred and fifty-seven million fucking dollars. Oh shit, that's in- insane. Finishes domestic six hundred and seventy-eight million, which is less than Black Panther. Yeah, well, worldwide, two billion dollars. I mean, the reason why Avengers didn't make as much as Black Panther is because there was literally people like taking off from school, like classrooms going to see it. Yeah, yeah. like grandmothers. Everybody in their whole family People, going to see it. They were taking boys and girls clubs, kids yeah, from all over the so country for show. There's showings. no way 
that's a cultural event. You can't compete with that. And it was an amazing once in a lifetime cultural event. The movie that got everyone screaming Wakanda forever. Like it was awesome to see. I think it's safe to say both movies were at least domestically a cultural. Event. Yeah. 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 Easily. I mean, this is $3 billion they made right here. Yeah. At that point, six ninety eight seven hundred. You can whatever. quantify the difference between the Marvel fans or movie fans. Yeah. And then the, and the difference between the extra people that came to see black Panther. Right. You could see that there's about 30 million people or something like well, that. Well, and that's another amazing thing about Black Panther is it brought in more audience. 20-something million people. It brought in people who would normally... The, more the, audience? More. Well, look, my this Black Panther, my boss for more... Diversify the audience. Diversify the audience. My boss who doesn't watch superhero movies, she took all of us to go see the movie from the trailer. She's like, we're going to see this movie. It looks amazing. I was like, wow. All right, cool. Let's go. Uh, so it definitely it, it it widened the audience. Bilotti, do you agree that the the directing and writing team of Joe and Anthony Russo and Marcus and McFeely have given us like the best versions of these MCU characters to date? One trillion percent. Right? Why why do they get it right, and other I, people don't so much? Well, it's also uh, Marcus and McFeely, and if you listen to um, they were on a podcast. I think it was um, shit. Fat Man on Batman. And they basically talked about how they got into Marvel and how they got into Captain America and just the way they approached the first Captain America movie, like just set the tone for how they were handle every other character. Yeah. But they just, they're fans. That's first and foremost, they're fans. They understand the character. And that's all you have to do is bring that to the big screen. But that's why I like Spider-Man more in Civil War than yeah. in Homecoming. Same yeah. thing with Black Panther. I yeah. like him so much more in Civil War than in Homecoming. Um, than his own solo movie because they just they have their finger on the pulse and they do callbacks to old Marvel movies like having uh, General Ross appear in Civil War you know they, they they do a lot of nods to Marvel history which is what makes them so good Anthony best Thor in Infinity War we've seen so far well 100% I'd say they 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 built off of what Taika did with yeah. Thor and then they made him a fully uh, rounded character that acknowledged the loss that he had with, without a laughing about it. I don't know. I, I would say the only thing I would, I would, I, would, I completely agree. I'd say Marcus and McFeely for sure are, are, are great, but I think they're great when they're paired with the Russos. Yes. Um, I think the Russos and, and as well as Fahey, I think that, you know, that combination is great when they're all together. I think the Russos really have Marcus and Feely, McFeely reined in because Keep in mind, Marcus and McFeely also wrote Thor: The Dark World, which wasn't oh that shit, great. really? That's yeah. right. But that so, was a, that was a problem production. It that seems, was also with the a problem too. production. But I don't know if you have problems with the production if the Russos are involved. So it's it's chemistry. It's just yeah. lightning it's all, in a bottle. It's yeah, they, those th those two writers, the two brothers, Fahey producing. Yeah, it's, it's all great. about how they edit it too, and there's so yeah. many other things other than the script. It's it's just a good team. They're the 27 yeah. Yankees. But they they all they all get. The character. Uh, there's a video yeah. I linked to you guys about Iron Man, where Mark, where the Russos basically prove it made Iron Man even better than he's been ever been in the Marvel the cinematic universe. It's, uh, he's got more of a purpose now. Yeah, forget yeah. what the who made it, but it's on. It's on YouTube. I mean, this movie could have easily been a a fucking mess with the, uh, the most ambitious thing ever, like unprecedented. Nobody's ever done this, and the Russos come from TV, but yet. In Infinity War, like every character has a fucking moment to I shine. Mean, it's amazing. The thing is, though, you have to give credit to the overall Marvel universe here yeah. because yep. you can't go into this movie really and not know anything. No, and like it's, I mean, you yeah. can, but you won't get as much out of it, right? 
Like you, you, you can watch it as a spectacle and say, "Oh, is they're trying to get the fucking glove away from this guy," but um, it doesn't mean as much unless you've watched all the other movies and you've seen these people interact and you know that the fact that you know Tony has to call Cap and he doesn't want to right. because they still have bad blood and all of these things are there hanging around and looming around. So there is a lot there. It's a payoff film. Yeah. Yeah. If you, they reward you, they treat the, the audience like comic book readers. Like they're going to just assume you know this. That's why you're going into this. Uh, the only negative thing I can really say is it's not a complete movie. It's two parts of the story. Yeah. But and, and that you know that the payoff, you know that the ending of the people who got dusted, you know that there's some of them are have to come back because you know that there's movies with them coming out. Right. Right. Uh, so whether, you know, but that still that ending, even though we kind of knew it was happening, just like, I remember the, the silence in the audience, the first time I, I saw it, people were like, what the fuck did we just watch? Uh, like watching friends die. It was amazing. Uh, all right, next moving on in May, Marvel and Fox gave us Deadpool two directed by David Leach, the John Wick guy written by Rhett Reese, Paul Wernick and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, 83% Rotten Tomatoes, 7.1 out of 10. Opening weekend, this thing does $125 million. Uh, domestically finishes at $324 million. Worldwide, $741 million on a budget of 110. That's not bad. A lot of these movies we were reviewing made a lot of money this year. Like, yeah. they all had good years. However, there's an asterisk on these numbers, just like that one baseball. Uh, that the, one baseball. Yeah, where they did the steroids and there was a baseball. <laughs> that one baseball. Uh, one sure baseball, thing, Imran. Sure thing. This, <laughs> this, wow, Imran. This whole... <laughs> I like that he tried to throw in a sports reference there. And, and I failed me. Ah, yeah, I blew it. The point was the entire cast was on steroids making Deadpool 2. No, that's not the point. The point is they re-released <laughs> this movie as a PG-13 cut in December. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score for the Once Upon a Deadpool, 51%. 5.8, and you can add another $6 million. Let's just not even add I knew, that. I knew that it was going to be a piece of shit it did and not, not work. do it. It did not. It did not. Ah, it did not you work. were all up for it, Imran. I still want to see it, but it <laughs> uh, it did not work uh, like what they thought. Uh, again, I don't think we factor that one. I think that's just something. We'll just even leave if that you one watch it, asterisk, you know it's going to be decent because the, the movie's a decent movie. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the but just the idea of it was just such a cash grab, soul selling type thing just so cheap but the cancer fuck cancer you get yeah, the but money that's just, the cancer. That's, you don't see through that bullshit <laughs> also you don't see the crowd, crowded december probably not a good idea to put another the same movie out right this right. especially this year it was stupid it was fucking crazy uh listener if you want to give us your ranking or let us know what you think when we get to our rankings get in touch with the show visit our contact page on the website jockander.com Slash contact. Join our awesome Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. And it's exclusive. People hang out. They geek out. You meet like-minded geek people. Welcome this week to Rick Martinez. <laughs> oh, boy. These names get harder and harder as I go. <laughs> Rick Martinez. What's up, Rick? Uh, welcome to Ankush Kangar. I like that one. Whoa. Okay. Here's a great one. Hold on. I got to do some mouth exercise. Okay. Okay. Welcome, Olayinka Abayomi Ugundele. Right. I am the captain now. And also welcome. <laughs> Jesus. Nidhi Kwaku Ernest. Oh. Okay. Creator Gumbash, of the, the, Nidhi, the Nidhi Pot. I, I don't think that's true. Hey, thanks for joining the group. I uh, hope you guys uh, chop it up in there uh, and have fun. 
Uh, because chop it up, chop it up y'all. talking. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was talking to Mike Rips. Yeah. Mike, Mike Rips understood what I was saying. He's the only one. That's how I learned it from him. Uh, July, we got Marvel's third movie of the fucking year, Ant Man and the Wasp, directed by Peyton Reed, written by Chris McKenna, Eric Summers, Paul Rudd, Andrew Barr, and Gabriel Ferrari. That's a lot of writers on a movie. That's never Whoa. good. Uh, eight, yeah, 88% of Rotten Tomatoes, $75 million opening weekend, ends domestically $216 million. Worldwide, $622 million. Uh, again, budget was not put out, but I can't imagine it was like it was probably another $200 million. $150. Yeah. I would maybe say less. about maybe $150. One, yeah, they, they were happy with 50. But uh, that's uh, that still made six hundred another $600 million uh, side money for them. That's just for their <laughs> lunches. For fucking Disney. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, it made a little, little change. little change yeah. for them. Then we had a little break. We had to wait till October for our first movie from Marvel and Sony. And what's known now as the Sony universe of Marvel characters? Is that what they're calling it? I think so. Bloody, does this make any sense to you that Sony has a Sony universe of Marvel characters? I work for Sony. I have no comment. Oh, uh, okay. He's on, he's on board then. Baladi's on board. Oh, no wonder he ranked Venom number one. Oh, oh shit. shit. That threw, <laughs> get, that's why I throws, throws, no comment, the, guys. throws the ranking <laughs> off. Venom directed by Ruben Fleischer, written by Jeff Pinker, Scott Rosenberg, and Kelly Marcel. 28%. This is the lowest uh, out of all the movies. On Rotten Tomatoes, 4.4 out of 10. 80, okay, this is where it gets crazy because the monies don't match the fucking ratings. $80 million opening weekend. Domestically, it makes $213 million. Worldwide, it made $855 million on a $100 million Unbelievable. budget. For that, a movie that costs $100 million, it's garbage. That, But that, that return <laughs> is huge, and they're going to make a I bunch I can't believe it made that much money. More. Now, Bilotti, this is the one movie you didn't get to watch on the list, correct? Yeah, but I watched the um, Honest Trailers. The Honest Trailer is, is pretty and, much dead on accurate. And I'm so glad I didn't pay to see this movie. Just watching that trailer alone, I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. The Honest trailer is hilarious because I didn't realize all the mouth noises Tom Hardy makes. I didn't realize they did a New York accent. Yes. It it's terrible. I didn't notice that they passed by the Rialto Theater in every scene of that fucking motorcycle scene. They just shot the whole thing on that corner. Uh, that was ridiculous. But uh, the Honest trailer breaks it down, and they just watch that. And go listen to our review. You don't need to watch it. Then uh, we got two last movies in December. Just recently, Sony puts out the, another movie. And this time it's a Spider-Man property. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The um, fucking crazy animated first Spidey's first full animated feature directed by Bob Preschetti. Best animation ever. What, it's the best movie <laughs> of the year. Maybe. It's a 100% movie. Always 100%. Nothing is yeah. wrong with this movie. It's perfection. Don't you question it. On film, and you can't question it. <laughs> Directed by Bob Persetti, Peter Ramsey, Rodney Rothman, and written by Phil Lord, Rodney Rothman. This one has the highest Rotten Tomato score on the list. Oh, that's the guy I pissed off, Rodney Rothman. Yeah, you got into a little Twitter beef with the directors of Spider Verse Rugs. What happened? I don't know if it was a director. Which, he one, was which just, one is Rodney Rothman? Rod, uh, he's one of the guys that wrote and directed it, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway. This dude on Twitter, you want to go check out Really Rug Boy on Twitter right now. Absolutely do this. Anyway, I was on Twitter and I saw this one dude just chain like tweeting like all of these like compliments and, and 
like insider things about how they did the animation. And at one point he's even showing that like they couldn't even do the animation without doing like these kind of like interstitial drawings. Like, so there'll be two drawings of Spider-Man's hand in one frame because it, they need it to bridge the gap to the next drawing. There's that thing called on the ones and twos where one's tw- 24 frame with a 12 frame underneath yes. it. So I'm like, if you have to do that, then you clearly are animating at the wrong frame rate. That's why it's so jerky. Bri- yes. If you if you have to put two fists in there yeah. to make that thing look like it's moving, yeah. then you've obviously are going the wrong frame rate on purpose. So uh, it was a choice they made. Yes. Yeah, so uh, anyway, this guy was explaining how bri- brilliant it was. Like, it's not brilliant. You have to do that. Otherwise, it looks like shit. <laughs> Apparently, and, you can't have an opinion about something. Yeah. So I wrote <laughs> and I'm like, no matter how many times you explain it, it still looks jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the guy. He's like, bravo. Good for you. He's like, yes. He's like, yes. Thank you for your compliment. Thank you for your comment. That's and then fantastic. I was just like, and my response, I think, was. Yeah, I, I don't mind uh, sharing my opinion like most all of the yes men that probably <laughs> didn't say anything when you guys were coming up with this stupid idea. I went, I made it yeah. a point to like all your tweets in between. So yeah, I looked <laughs> up Rodney, off more. Rodney Rothman is the director. He's the and he writer was, and director, yeah. And it was his yeah. first directorial debut. So oh, he definitely so saw little, my comments. He's a little touchy he, about his first He movie. liked the other guy's like, responses to my stuff. Because he was defending him. Yes, exactly. Okay, I mean, don't don't speak for him. He, all he did was like it. Yeah, he was not like he saw. He probably saw Rug Boy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he was touchy about it, but he liked the he other. He liked guys. the other guys, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna like rugs in between. So it's all even. <laughs> so it's all even, Steven. Everyone's gonna like. Thank you. Yes, but I, I just seemed. To, I had, first of all, I had no idea when I was commenting on this guy that it had anything to do with Spider Man or that even that he had added the guy. I don't think he has anything to do with it. I think he was just. Like he was just he was just sucking the dick so hard. He was like going all in with just sucking this guy's balls. Yeah. And I just yeah, and I just put a stop to it and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, the guy from the movie actually saw what I wrote. So yeah, good. Uh, go. th- this nice. got it out there, guys. <laughs> Spider-Verse opening weekend, 35 million. It's it's still out. It's sitting at 117 million domestic, worldwide 227 million. Bilotti, uh, the listeners know what we thought about this movie. I want to know real quick, what did you think about Spider-Verse? And if it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, why hasn't it made more money? That, I don't know. It could be spider fatigue. That's what I think it is. You think but, so? Yeah, I think so. What did you think but, of the movie? I gave it an 8 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. You I like think it? it's, yeah. I, th- I, I thought it was the best Spider-Man movie. Live action, I would go with the first Spider-Man movie, even though I'm not a, like, a big fan of it. Thing with Spider Man is I love him probably almost as much as you. I think we talked about it. Yep, so no yep. matter what they do, it's never going to be right. But this was probably this was very close. This was very close. But there's just so much Spider Man love in one film. I wasn't expecting it, and the fact that they 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 the 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 characters have great motivations and arcs, and they're explaining the multiverse. There's five Spider Man, but none of it is convoluted. It makes sense. The storytelling is amazing. Like. The story could have been a mess the, the way someone else told it's it. It's got a couple of slip ups. It's got a couple of slip ups. Overall, it's good. Yeah. I, I got to jump in. I like that Imran takes the chance to go, hey, Baladi, what'd you think of it? And then proceeds to talk about why well, he, he thinks s- Spider Verse was awesome. He said he awesome. liked it. <laughs> <laughs> we found out what he, he uses thought. it as an opportunity to review a movie we reviewed two weeks Listen, ago. There's two, we're two Spider Man fans geeking out. Shut the fuck up. Let me enjoy this. <laughs> no. <laughs> You, just, you, you do this because you'll start coughing uncontrollably. It's true. I have a disease. What is it called, Rugs? 
Oh, shit. Oh, you forgot it already. Esophagopia. <laughs> <laughs> it's called hypovoxpasia, where my hey, throat buddy, dries what'd out. you think of it? Oh, yeah, really? That's awesome. It's amazing because blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it, you have hyper esophagopia. Esophagopia. That's a real yeah, thing. Look it, it up. Yeah. Bilotti, uh continue. Comment. <laughs> no, I'm done. No, you, See, you stole my thunder. he was done. You, no. Yeah, you stole his fucking thunder. Yeah. Right. I got nothing. I got I'll nothing. Give you you th- what? Can I just say one thing? Yes. Please? I beg you. Yes. One thing that's it did you the directors want to put <laughs> phil ward said he would put the japanese spider-man in a sequel if it crosses 200 million domestically Wowie, zowie. yes they should it, so it's oh, a japanese spider-man it would be yeah. amazing if that would they be that. kind of funny they could Leo go pardon they would have so much fun with that that'd be a great idea for for the next one it's that i don't know if it's gonna make 200 million domestically Is though. Leopardon or leo pardon leo oh, leo pardon was the the robot or the name of the the spider-man no it was, the, robot. Um, the robot oh, that's that's leprosy that's Leprechaun the movie. All oh, right, <laughs> Leprechaun, Leprechaun Guapo. That's Oberon from Game of Thrones. That's Oberon Martell. No, that's the guy from Narcos. It's Imran. Imran. Oh, it's, oh, it's Imran. Wait, I'm Imran. Ron? Continue. It's Ramadan. It's Ramadan versus Ghetto Robo. Uh, I don't. I, well, the movie's been out for twenty days. Do you think it'll hit two hundred million domestic? Domestic? No. This is a rough month for movies, and I think the fact that it is an animated feature. No, it's not only that. It just came. I mean. The week after, you had Aquaman, yeah, Mary exactly. Poppins, and Bumblebee. There's so much competition right now. But, but look, so- Aquaman came out after it, and it's kicking its ass. Yeah. 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 Well, that's because of China, too. Well, even and, domestically. domestically yeah. Do you think it's because it's, it's a, a cartoon? And mm-hmm. higher, higher opening weekend... Yeah, it had yep. it has a bigger domestic. Yep, yep, and it's worldwide is huge. All right, well, let's get to Aquaman, and I'll, this time I'll let Bellotti talk about what he thought about the movie. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up! Directed by James Wan, written by Will Beale, and and this is one guy, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. That's one dude. All those names, one dude, and Will Beale. Story credit to Jeff Johns and James Wan. Uh, the movie that supposedly will correct the DCEU is sitting at 64% Rotten Tomatoes. 67 million opening weekend. Uh, domestically, right now, this movie's making a lot of money. $222 million domestically. Worldwide, it is now at $846 million. Oh, shit. Uh, meaning, I think it made more than Wonder Woman. Uh, and uh, it could be, it's the second highest. It may be Batman versus Superman. It'll be the, the, the highest grossing DCEU movie, and I think it could hit a billion dollars, possibly. Uh, Bilotti. It might. It yeah. might. I think it get very close. It will. I, I, think, it I will. think it will. Okay, so you think it will. Bilotti, what do you think of the movie, and is this a course correction that the DCEU needed? I gave it, uh, I just saw it yesterday, and the more I think about it, the more I dislike certain parts, the more I like certain parts. Mm-hmm. I gave it like a seven out of ten right okay. now. Okay, it was pure spectacle. Yeah, um, you know, when I left, I, I felt like, you know, it was it was a little Thor one, but with Thor, you felt his character change throughout the movie, and this one, it was just he was the same. Mm. He becomes king, and he's still the same. You know what I mean? It's it's gonna it's gonna make a billion dollars. It's easily gonna make a billion. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, this will be. I think the only other DC uh, was Dark Knight Rises. DC movie made a billion dollars. It was a Dark Knight. One of the Dark Knights. Both made. of them. Both. Look, oh. man, the thing about this movie is that you get your money's worth. And then when people were asking me when Avatar came out, should I go see it? And I'm like, we all know the fucking story of Avatar. It's fucking Dances with Wolves. It's the same fucking movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm like, but it's fucking worth seeing. You got to sit there and see this shit. Yeah, you got, yeah. And yeah. that's exactly what I tell people when they ask me, should I go watch Aquaman? And I'm like, it's it's Avatar. It's the a- underwater Avatar. James Cameron's probably like, all right, I got to. I got to kick these guys' asses now. I got to fucking get my shit together. It's probably going to delay his movie another year. That's right. I forgot uh, the, the race to get underwater movie first. Now, Cameron, uh, he's making Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5. Watching this, I wonder what he has in store for her, for his underwater scenes and how he's going to handle it. But I don't know, but I'm sure he's not happy about it. No, but it is a visual spectacle. Bombards your senses. Uh, but uh, not really so much character uh, development. But I will, I will say this. I will say these two. Th- I'll say these two things. When I left the theater, I turned to my friend. I said, "It's nice leaving a DC movie not being in, enraged for once." Yeah, That's and true. Yeah. directing wise, yeah, I think it was the best directed DC film so far, for it sure. Was, it was Easily. well directed. Look, you don't have a lot of skin in the game. Yeah, because nobody really gives a shit about Aquaman. There's like maybe like a small percentage of us that hardcore you know, Aquaman do, fans. Yeah, but like. He's not in the like majority of of the pantheon of people that we we kind of are into, right? So we don't have that personal connection where we're like so beholden to the character and what they do with it. Um, I think the only thing that affected this movie is like what they did in Justice League with them, and then you know, and the transition to okay, they're different. Like you know, Mera mm-hmm. is different than than Justice League, so they have that that they had the, that hurdle there. And the piss poor writing. Yes, yeah. and the cheesy dialogue. <laughs> There's a lot of things you just have to let go to enjoy this movie. And it's almost Aquaman. like too many things. You know, people announcing their names uh, and uh, just every fucking... It's got sharks with lasers uh, sharks in the movie. Sharks with freaking lasers. <laughs> it's a lit- and like, it's, it's just wacky. And uh, yeah, we'll see where it falls in the rankings. This is going to be very interesting. Would you watch this again, everyone? Yeah, I would. I probably would one more time. I what I really want to see again is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I'm dying to see that again. And Anthony, I would not watch it again. I would not sit through the entire Aquaman. Movie. Yeah, the writing's too bad. Uh, going back to Spider Man into the Spider Verse, that fucking soundtrack is really good. I've really it's been enjoying good. it. Oh my god! I even yeah. like the fucking Post Malone song. It's good. Uh, the What's Up Danger song is really good, and all the songs are like really hopeful. They tie into the theme of the movie. I like it almost better than the Black Panther soundtrack, which is also very good. But this Spider-Verse uh, soundtrack I've been playing over and over again. It was the most New York Spider-Man film I've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah, New York aside was great. From, aside from the opening of Homecoming when he's in uh, Queens. Right. This was like, I was like, oh my God, it's Myrtle Avenue in Brooklyn. I was like, yeah. this, is, this is New York. This is yeah. everything about New York. They nailed a lot of things in this movie. Okay. Uh, a couple of things I noticed overall in all these movies. Uh, there's a lot of battles for the thrones going on. A lot, right. a lot of hidden advanced civilizations. I think it's interesting that Wakanda stepped out and really in, in DC universe, people still don't know what the fuck Atlantis is or, but they should know that he's Aquaman. They saw him control fish when he was a kid. Nobody fucking remembers that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, they just forgot about it. Yeah, they just forgot about it. That would traumatize my whole life if a fucking shark started headbutting and breaking the glass. The glass. And, and then the, and they just I would surround never him. forget that ever. Be like whatever happened to that fucking kid? But it's kind of like a Man of Steel, where yeah, the kid lifted the fucking bus. Uh, everyone forgot. Maybe we should keep an eye on this kid. He did something yeah. weird. <laughs> uh, there's a, animals playing drums in two movies. Two of these movies. Okay, there's one in Aquaman. Where's the other? Ant Man. Ant Man. Isn't that weird? Oh shit! Isn't that weird? I just think who was who was better? 
I Topo? think I Topo. Well, Topo was like throwing like the tones, the various tones in Aquaman were very kind of disjointed and like it's the serious battle. And then there's a fucking octopus playing the drums. They're like, what is this? A cartoon? The Ant-Man one is a nice little end post credit clip, you know, just a little bit as a joke. Right. So I, I don't know. I think that one's better. Josh Who's Bro- Randall Park. Ra- okay. Josh Brolin in two movies. I'll tell you who Randall and Randall Park in two movies. Randall Park was the, uh, the, the police in Ant-Man that was constantly breaking into Paul Rudd's house, yeah. Scott Lang's house. And he was Dr. Shin in Aquaman. In Aquaman yep. Oh, he gets an MCU movie and a DCU movie. Brolin, of course, Thanos and Cable. And this is the craziest one. This is how my mind works. It's fucking crazy connections. I can kind of connect Venom to Aquaman. All right? Follow me here. Venom is like a PG-13 version of this movie upgrade that came out yeah. earlier in the year. Awesome Which movie. Great. It's a great movie. If you want to watch an R, the actual R-rated Venom, watch Upgrade, Logan Marshall Green. Upgrade, written and directed by this guy, Lee Wannell, or Lee Wannell, all right? Yeah. Lee Wannell is friends and a frequent collaborator with James Wan. He actually wrote, like, Saw and Insidious and uh, a couple of his other movies and has a cameo in Aquaman. He's the guy flying the plane over the desert. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. There's your uh, six degrees of I thought you were going to say that Lee Wannell was Laurel and Yanny. Laurel Lee Wannell. Oh, Grover fucking sweared. I'm telling you, it happened. Uh, okay, so before we rank the movies, guys, I figured we could do a little, little best and worst of the year, real quick, just from memory, or maybe you came prepared. I, have I a question highly before doubt. We get it. into this. Yes. Have you watched, rewatched any of the movies uh, since they since you watched? I did time? actually. I yes. I recently. Yes. What did you watch, Anthony? Um, since I watched it the first time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I saw Black Panther and uh, Infinity War. In the theater and Ant Man multiple times, um, right. but I've but I've seen Black Panther, um, Infinity War, Ant Man and the Wasp, um, and that's it. and no, that's it. I haven't seen any other the other MCU fil- non MCU films. I haven't wa- watched more than once. Bellotti, Infinity War and Black Panther, Rugs. I also rewatched Infinity War and Black Panther. So I've yeah I've watched Black Panther a while ago. I rewatched Infinity War a couple of times, and I recently rewatched Deadpool. And Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, for this show. So, some of it's fresh. Let's get to how about uh, give me the best and worst fight scenes. What stuck out to you guys from this year's movies? I mean, I think personally, the stuff that the Russo brother does is always the top notch of everything. Especially, I mean, there's there's uh, I don't really like their whole uh, big clash scenes where there's like a bunch of people. Yeah, but that one scene in New York where uh, his henchmen come down and they and they're fighting him in the streets. Yes, in the beginning, that yes. was fucking amazing. Like yes. Doctor Strange. Yeah, you know, and uh, what's the name of that dude with no no nose? Squidward. Yeah, Squidward. Squidward. <laughs> yeah, uh, Corvus Glaive was that no, Corvus? Yes. Uh, not, uh, Ebony Maw. That was Maul, the Maw. Yeah. yeah, Ebony Maw. That was fucking great. It's a brutal scene where people are getting thrown through buildings and you really yeah. feel the the weight of it. And then uh, Spider-Man shows up and uh, I love Tony's like, wizard, get the wizard, kid. He's like, oh, Mr. Stark. You're embarrassing me in front of the wizard. <laughs> You're embarrassing. Yeah. And then, yes, Hulk not hulking out. That's a great one. Anthony, you have a, a fight scene that stuck out to you from these movies. I mean, the two that I don't mean to steal anyone's thunder, but I'm going to drop two. The, the two that stick out the most out of the movies we're talking about are... Um, 
Doctor Strange versus Thanos, and then Iron Man right after versus Thanos. Especially Iron Man, because for me, like I've watched a ton of obviously I watched a ton of MCU and a ton of video essays, and they've been building um, subtly to Thanos versus Iron Man throughout this entire thing. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, he talks about in Iron Man in Avengers: Age of Ultron, he's talking about like this is the end game and like I've been imagining this like right what's up, up there up there right right and then like at the start of infinity war he's like immediately this is this is everything this yeah. is he's been in my head for yep. six years yep. and now yep. he's here yeah and like immediately when he hears a Thanos you can there's a subtle thing where he starts stretching yeah and they play it off for jokes but he's like already like this is it <laughs> he's getting ready so they're building towards wow. that whole thing and then you get Iron Man and Thanos getting going after and Thanos I mean, Iron Man is clearly undermatched in it. I know he he's he got a couple a of yeah he got a couple of good hits when he like clamped his hand down. Oh, and then I mean, and then like they even play up like with him getting stabbed through the heart or through the chest. Was, yes, it's like is he dying here? Like yeah. th- there was all the drama, and that's why I would go Strange Thanos and Iron Man Thanos one A one B. Those are good. Bloody, you got a favorite? I have a list, but I'm not going to read all of them. <laughs> Give <laughs> us the highlights. Would read all of his. He would. Highlights were the casino fight in Black Panther. That is amazing. That was a really good fight. I, and what I wanted to say about Black Panther, out of all these Marvel movies, and out of the, all the MCU movies, it's really the first, like, closest, I think, like, auteur movie. Like, there's Ryan Coogler all over this movie uh, with the, the, the single camera following the action up uh, and then down and then back up in the casino over the shoulder. Like, that is a Ryan Coogler movie, and I don't think a lot of the other movies are kind of, they fall into this formula, and they have kind of the Marvel look, but this one, it stuck out because yeah, of Yeah, the casino scene is definitely the best scene, other than the the, the Killmonger uh, hand-to-hand combat scene. That was, I was going to mention that one, yes, yeah. on the cliff. That one's great. What else you got, Bilotti? Uh, the Aquaman Sicily sequence when the guy's breaking through the wall. That's he's fantastic. Like, that whole sequence. I was like, oh my God, this well, guy. Well, the camera work in that is really good. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, it did remind me of G.I. Joe when they were wearing those <laughs> fucking suits. Yeah. It reminded yeah. me of Fast Five, actually. Like it, well, it's that looked the most, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looked the most like a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. But the, 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 the way that sequence builds and when you see the action in a background and the foreground at the same time, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's all never one shot that. too. Yeah. And then Black Manta coming in, like that battle was just brutal and you just felt every punch and every laser blast. So those two are like the top. I have my other ones, but you guys already said it anyway. So <laughs> Rugs, doesn't matter. Uh, you got any other ones? Well, I mean, I, the thing is about it, it's like um, Ant-Man was very forgettable for me. Kind of, yes. And Venom is really forgettable. Yeah, like, I can't yeah. even, re- I, I even, I just watched some, some scenes before yeah, and yeah. I don't even remember what I just saw. I, I like the part in the beginning where he's taking out the thugs in the apartment better than when he's full Venom. Uh, I don't know why. I don't like anything. Really. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 there's one good scene in Venom, and yeah. that's when he takes out all the fucking guys in the building. Not, and all the cops start shooting him. I thought you were going to mention the scene where he sits in the aquarium and eats the live lobster. That's my no, favorite scene. I mean, I'm ta- we're talking about fight scenes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, in the smoky where there's fog and he's taking out the yeah, SWAT team. Yeah, where he's just throwing guys yeah, around into yeah. each other. That's, that was like that's pretty dope. All right, I'm like, okay, this got potential, but then they never, never, never like uh, got to that level again. And that was very quick. That scene too. I mean, Am- that's the thing. You're right. Ant Man had some good fight stuff, but uh, you don't really remember. I don't remember anything that happened in that movie. Deadpool two. I liked uh, the uh, the chase for Cable. The only thing I remember. In Deadpool, yeah. is everybody dying? Yeah, 
like <laughs> jumping out yeah, the plane and dying. Yes. And then uh, the the uh, juggernaut's ass. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. That was a great ending. Was, uh... Like, why is that what? Why is that what I remember? This was hilarious. Yeah, that, I don't remember anything. I, I mean, mean, I mean, I, if I'm sitting there forcing myself to remember, I remember Domino doing the stuff that was in the trailer. Yeah, the luck powers. I mean, yeah. I, that's easily the There's some decent stuff with those it's luck, the funniest luck movie of the bunch. Also, I would I would give it. Yeah, that award. Uh, bad fight scenes. Anybody? There's a lot of bad fight scenes. Like, oh yeah, everything oh, in Venom. Top yeah. one is the Black Panther end scene. Oh yeah, that's yeah. my number. Like, what? That's a, just horrid. It's kind of yeah. such a letdown to a that's huge, a great confrontation. I wish they just fought without fucking costumes on again. That would have been yeah. fine. Like, well, I watched this video about um the fact that they use CGI. When they didn't have to. Right. Yeah, right. That's like what, they that's had these perfectly happened. made like Black Panther costumes that were completely practical and looked great on camera. And they cover it all up. Because you and the reason they did it is because they used CG for some things and they didn't want it to like they wanted to break the illusion. So but I'm like, break the illusion. I'd rather see reality yeah. than bad rubbery fight scenes that use the fucking Wolverine from X-Men 1 where he goes over the Statue of Liberty. Oh, and uh, does the little horn. spin around, yeah. He, they use the same exact move. It's such a shame because the movie's pretty like grounded up until then and it like takes you out and on paper the idea is great with these mines and the trains, but it just fucking looks yeah, like rubbery garbage. Great. Yeah, yeah and, and that's a stupid place to have a fight scene. Yeah, I'd rather have yeah, everybody looking at them and watching them and like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It was just stupid that T'Challa... He needed help to defeat him. You know, like he right. should have done it on his own. Like the yeah. end of the first Spider-Man, when Green Goblin is threatening Spider-Man but killing Mary Jane, he mans up. That's what Spider-Man does. He yeah. gets up and he defeats him on his own. And this was like he needed Shuri's help and he needed like an edge. It's like so he can never defeat him without help. Like what kind of hero was that? He's also like the least interesting character in that and whole then, movie. And then he yeah. took himself out at the end. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. yeah, that was a bad one. I mean, the the one that one's very good one to bring up. The, the ones for me are all the Venom ones, just because all of them the, are bad. The one at the end is just the, a mess. The one, the one especially is just a, a terrible idea <laughs> because symbiotes fighting each other. Not only that, I mean, you have Venom, who's obviously a black symbiote, but then you go with like a marble gray <laughs> villain, slate so, silver. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like metallic yeah. gray silver. So you really Indeed. can't tell what's going on when they're both like sliming at one another. That one for me stands out as the yeah, worst. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. What, what are you thinking? Eddie, we need brains. I also like in that honest trailer, they point out, is he a cannibal? He's just fucking biting people's heads off. Is he, does he spit the skull out? Is he eating <laughs> this? What happens to him? Probably yeah, just absorbs The other it. ones you have on the list for me aren't, aren't that bad. Well, I got this list from comicbook.com. I didn't agree with them. And okay. I was like, I'm just having these in here to remind us. Okay. Uh, let's move on to... Best best and worst performances in these movies. Uh, give me a couple standouts. I'm going to start. Oof. Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker stole that fucking movie. Very I was, good. He was so good. I was so surprised. I want to see more. I want a whole movie with just that Peter Parker. I hope that's not the last we see of him. I don't know if I agree with that one, but <laughs> all right. Um, I definitely think uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Is probably the standout, fucking yeah. the standout uh, performer out of uh, most of these movies. I mean, Infinity War had a lot of great performances in it as well. I think Roland, Roland was amazing in Infinity yeah. War, but much better than as Cable. Um, I don't know who else killed it in these movies. I really, uh, it's, it's I tough mean, to... we got those two. I would, I'd point out, um, I like Tony Stark a lot. 
or uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. as Tony Stark. Always I thought he was it. really good. Yeah. I thought Crims, Chris Hemsworth in his uh, few scenes of dialogue brought it as Thor, uh, especially the scene with him in Rocket is really rounds out the character. Yeah. What about well um, you guys are forgetting about Siri in Black Panther. Shuri. Shuri. Yes. Siri. Hey, Siri. I don't buy her, I didn't he, buy her as being Ruggs a nerd. Ruggs doesn't like her. I liked her a lot. I like nah, Shuri. I don't buy her as being a nerd. She's apparently the smartest person in the MCU now. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel like that to me. But she's smarky. And then Smart those, people are weird. <laughs> they are goofy. They, just, they are. But then they also- they make, That's what I like to call sneakers. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> but then they make Bruce Banner like an idiot. Uh, also, you know- Yeah, that doesn't make sense her, either. Yeah. Which is, uh, he's supposed to be the smartest. Um, Who else would I? How like, about- you know, yeah. you know who comes off as, to me, as very smart is the guy who plays Doctor Strange. I feel like he should be more strange unless, like, he seems like so- um, I'm the present and I'm I'm this you know. Yeah, he's like Bandersnatch. He's, um, he's number two on my list. I have uh, Brolin and uh, Cumberbatch was my two favorite performances. Cumbersnatch is he's, he's, he again, he's another guy that the Russos they use well in their hands. He looks yeah. a lot better. Yeah. Although I will say, Doctor Strange is the one Marvel movie that I can never get through. But I love him at the end when he becomes strange. Yeah. I didn't like the, I didn't like his hero's journey. It was kind of boring. Oh really? Oh. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was it was a kung fu movie that could have been better. Yeah, I mean it's one you know, of the read, formula. Not movies. to make this more too much of a tangent. Yeah, but I read something, or either read or saw. No, I saw something on YouTube. It's this one YouTube guy that I I start started getting into. But he was like, instead of making Wong a fellow with sorcerer, yeah, what they should have done is made Wong his kung fu buddy. Oh. Because then you have a dichotomy where one they're partners. Like one guy is the, the mystical guy and, and well, the other guy is an actual guy, guy that can kick ass. Yeah. He's like, so what's the point of having Wong be another sorcerer if he's just the worst sorcerer? That's like War Machine. Like what's the point of having another guy in a robot if suit? you got Iron you Man. already got Iron Man. Like what's, what's the point? It's like two sorcerers well, are better than we one. Just wa- we just praised a movie with 10 Spider-Man in it. So. <laughs> that's true. There's, yeah, uh, no. You always need more. But the, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, what about the Ryan Reynolds? Does he get uh, anything? Any any, any kind? Yeah, of- I mean, he was good. He he played. He the thing is, he played him the same way he played him in the first. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty much he the same. does. Yeah. Consistent. He does Deadpool. He's Deadpool. He's Deadpool. He yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. There Deadpool. He is. Oh no, Z- Zazie Beats was good. I'm so stupid. Yeah, Zazie Beats was drama was uh was she? I mean, what what she had to do, she did well and. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else. I'm gonna put fucking Tom Hardy in this list because he saved that fucking movie. Why? That's the. It's watching him is just entertaining. Watching him with the symbiote is uh is the best parts of that movie. If it was mm. if it wasn't him, well, it, it's him as the symbiote that's actually good. Yeah, okay. Him, him as, as Eddie Venom. Brock sucks balls. I don't. I don't like him as Eddie Brock. He's very weird, and I didn't think I would like him. But, but I don't. I don't think that's the. It's it, it's incongruent to what he's. Supposed he's supposed to be a, like this legit reporter, yeah, and he's yeah, this like sweaty yeah. guy with a nervous tick. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't, just don't understand why they, why he played. Okay, like he's that. best and worst performance. Though. I like, I, I, I like that he's just fucking around. Yeah, but I don't think it's a I, great performance. I don't know why the kid who didn't play Miles isn't up here. Shamik, wait, oh, yeah, Shamik like, Moore. I, oh. I would take him over Jake Johnson any day Shemeek of the week. Moore did a like good Shemeek. job as Miles. Yeah, I also like. He was um, great as King, Miles. Kingpin yeah. was good too. Kingpin was. Good. I like Liv Schreiber, Mahershala Ali as Uncle as Aaron. Uncle Aaron, I liked. He him. was good too. He stood out more than Jake Johnson did to me. Nick Cage. Okay. I like yeah, Nick Cage. I, look, I'm sorry, but I think that. Spider-Man should sound like Bilotti. Right? Oh, no. Did you have a New York accent? 
accent. Oh, you should have a New York I accent. I got you. I got you. I agree. And, and but Jake I never, Johnson doesn't sound like a New Yorker. But I never imagined Spider-Man with that thick of a New York accent. That, no offense to Bilotti. I'm but just if saying. you're from New York, like Bilotti is. From Queens. Well, well they I'm just from Brooklyn. Now. But yeah, Queens, and everybody, they don't work, all, look, 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 you know, all look, sound look. like it. If you're they're from, all similar. They have their own things, but they're similar. I worked with a guy from Queens. He just passed away, unfortunately. Oh. But he, his name was Howard. He was from Queens. He <laughs> made the word ought into two syllables. He <laughs> said, ought. I mean, <laughs> that's that's Queens. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. If you grow up in Queens, you got a fucking accent. I just want yeah. to bring up one thing that's not bothering me, but just something to note. It's weird for me to re- like rank on camera performances yeah, with, with voice, voice acting. acting. Yeah. yeah. It's but weird. It's I, like, I mean I like I I appreciate the voice acting yeah, for sure and yeah. I'm and obviously they have real actors doing a lot of the voice they acting. They have more leeway to get it right also right. and it's yeah. easier and to And there's get not it right. the physical presence. Right. But, but you know some of the animation may have been based off their movements recording it, but the whole voice cast of that movie is incredible. But I see what you're saying Anthony. It's 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 just different. It's hard. It's just different. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw in an honorable mention. He's not like fantastic. Yeah. But um, I mean, Paul Rudd makes Ant Man and the Wasp. Yes, I watch. Yes. yes. And as formulaic and kind of forgettable as that movie is, I it's do pretty love, forgettable. I love movie, the Ant Man. He movies. is good. In it. I love him. And again, yeah, he's always good. Yeah. yeah, he's great in Civil War. Like Russo brothers know how to use him. Also, where it seemed like I mean they totally. Okay, let's go to worst. So it, worst. Uh, I'm just, let me I let guess, me just yeah. throw but. Worst in terms of not performance, but yeah. worst in terms of just like a throwaway. Like, why did you cast this person? Yes, um, Michelle Pfeiffer and Nicole Kidman in both of their roles. Oh wow, I got like, you. Why yeah. would you cast these these actresses yeah. and yeah. not really give them anything to do? Yeah, and Michelle Pfeiffer's well, character. Well, Nicole Kidman got to be the predator. Whoa. Yeah, like she oh, had the true. same. She had the predator outfit and the dreads. Oh yeah, I didn't even think <laughs> oh, of that. And that's At what she end, looked yeah. like. Yes, yeah. so, she was yeah, a she predator. She got to be the predator. That's, she got to be. She uh, got to do more oh, than Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer got for do. sure got like yeah. what? What are yeah, you doing? She got shafted big time. But oh, yeah. that's the other problem with that movie is like they didn't explain Michelle Pfeiffer's powers and she came out. What the fuck were you doing? She's like, oh, I can fix you now. Uh, and then, and even Ghost was kind of like she was good. I like that actress, but it was completely forgettable. Isn't it funny that both old ladies were lost in with a mask <laughs> yes, on somewhere? Yes, they're both very similar. That's another thing that uh, that, that that happened more than once. I didn't even remember that. See, I forgot that movie so much until you brought it up. I'm like, oh shit, she was wearing a weird helmet too when I'll, she was uh, lost. I will put everyone in Venom, like Riz Ahmed, fucking yeah. Michelle Williams. Oh, they, yeah, they were. They just phoned it. Yeah, in. they were. They're now, done. where does Momoa go in this discussion? Momoa is just he did he serviced his yes, role. Yes, it's in the middle. I think you're right. Satisfactory. Yeah. He was just okay. I mean, he's just himself. Look, uh, look uh, chicks love him. Yeah. Oh, do they? Men want to be him. Yes. So it's all right. I will say, out of pretty much almost like every actor that's been cast as a superhero, he's the first one I, I saw when he comes on that sub in the beginning. Yeah. And he's shirtless. Yeah. It, he didn't look like he had movie muscles. That was him. Like, <laughs> he looked like a real superhero, which was nice. That scene was great, by the way. It was a very good scene. That got me pumped for the whole movie where he kicked everybody's ass and threw that fucking gigantic yeah. thing like a disc. Yeah, he threw but, that door but you can him. tell like, like Chris Evans, I love him as Cap, but yeah. he's got movie muscles. Same thing yeah. with Chris Hemsworth. It's a little padded. Because Hemsworth slims down a lot when yeah. he's not Thor. Yeah. So he looked like the role for once, which is nice. Because you always wish, like, oh, I wish they cast like a bodybuilder yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And they finally did. And it's like, oh, shit. He's that's always what they look in like. that shape. I wasn't a big yeah. Momoa fan. Yeah. Um, but I also am 
come around to the fact that I think he's just a pretty limited actor. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I one thought note. um I thought Amber Heard was terrible. Yeah, you can yeah. put that yeah. in the worst list. She she she's uh, number one on my list. I, yeah. Actually, yeah, actually, I would Snap. put her number one. Yeah, either that or the girl who plays uh, uh, the Scarlet Witch or whatever. Oh, Elizabeth Olsen, are you doing an accent? Yeah. You're not doing an accent. What the fuck's going on, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen? Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of just meh. She's just kind of there, also. Uh, it, but that Peter accent Dinklage thing. Peter Dinklage as Etrian, the other on here. This was from yeah. the article. Oh, they were from like, the list. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Andy Circus has claws. Fine, oh, they were fine. Michelle Williams was not great. No. In, yeah, uh, we whatever said that. the fuck yes. she was. Yes. Yeah, we, oh, we, we said, we that? said that. Yes. Yeah, we did. Well, shit, I was texting. Nobody, of course you are. <laughs> Nobody pays attention. Any other uh, honorable mentions uh, before we take a break here, For the fellas? worst? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look, uh, Venom just in general was shitty. So yeah. yeah. Pretty much everyone in Venom. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, won't, I won't say any more names from Venom. <laughs> Tom Hardy got put in both lists. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to play some promos from uh, a lot of fun networks we are a part of. Listener, if you want more geek independent independent podcast check out these networks thank you very much to danger entertainment network a place to hang your cape the weeby geeks network the tangent bound network the lounge network and blazing caribou studios check them all out here's some promos we'll be back with our ranking right after this after these messages we'll be right back in a world of heroes, villains, six British actors will come together to play Pathfinder. It's sort of like D&D, but also really not like D&D. Join Falter. I immediately regret this decision. Caragor. Oh, I see you, Kenneth. Velda. Behold my arcane powers. Shania. Yes, I've cracked the case. M. Now kill him. <laughs> and the Dungeon Master for an actual play podcast that takes adventure Seriously. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and from DangerClubPodcast.com. Danger Club. Let's roll. God, doing that voice hurts. Hi guys, I'm Dean. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the IMDb Journey podcast. Where we break down every movie from the top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. But when we're not doing that, we also battle other podcasts in various movie-related games of trivia and drafts. We also give quick reviews about every other film we've watched as well. Yeah, here we're quite good too. Yeah, if you guys don't believe us, why don't you listen to these genuine testimonies? Oh, hey guys, you guys are really good. I love your chemistry. Oh, hey, Brew. It's uh this is a this is a good podcast, yo. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, love the banter, guys. Keep it up. I'm DB Jenny is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic testimonies. Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> and if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favorite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So come along and join our journey. Listener, if you like the show and you want more show and you want to support the show, uh, join our fan club on Patreon. Visit joggernerd.com slash Patreon. You will get access to a bonus podcast feed with lots of exclusive bonus extra content. There is a new jock talk already on there. Anthony, you beat us out of the gate with the first content of 2019. Well done. Yeah. Me and Chaz Hubbard. Chaz. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. Uh, him. First to market. We got a new Patron, gotta say huge thank you to Trace Harry. 
I don't know how you say Harari. Trace Harari. Trace Hare. What? He his name is Trace H A R R E. How do you say that? All right. Trace Hare. Har. You pronounce it all right. All right. That's how you say it. How do you say it? All right. <laughs> or maybe he's a pirate. Trace Har. Uh, he signed up at the Rug Boy approved uh level. Right on approved. That's five five dilly a month. Thank you so much. I thanked him and he wrote this comment. This is amazing. Trace said, I started listening to you guys this summer and I wanted to be a part of the Patreon, but I was unaware that you had to be 18 to donate. So I turned 18 this month and I'm excited to be a part of the Patreon now. Keep right. up the great work, guys. Holy shit, Trace, you're amazing. Let me talk to this kid. Talk to Trace. Trace. All right, you're 18 years old. When I turned 18, I bought a pack of cigarettes, yeah. a porno mag. Yeah. What else did I do? That was, that was, uh, I couldn't do it when I was 18. You went to an R-rated movie legitimately? Yes. yes. <laughs> what does this so, guy do? Uh, the first thing he does yeah. turns 18 is sign up for the Patreon. Well, let, let me put it in perspective, though, okay. for you, Rugs. He doesn't need to do any of that at 18. He probably could have smoked a vape yeah. at like 13. Yeah. And right. gone on the internet at 10. And you could see R-rated and done all that stuff. So he's already accomplished those things. And he's looking for new things to accomplish, and such as donate to. So Jock this is the new rite of passage. Right, to donate that's what to I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Because you accomplish hey man, those things you. now at an earlier age. That's a good. Listen, point. I'll show you my tits if you want. <laughs> okay, sounds good. That's hot. Get he can. Boner. He can. He can now do that legally. Where's he at? Is he in America? 18. English strip club, Trace. Sure. Yeah, go for it. Go. It's legal. Get a couple lappies. <laughs> Remember, nothing, they never fuck you in the champagne. Yeah. But save that $5 no a fucking. month for the Patreon. Yeah, there is nothing there. Also, don't touch them. Keep your hands under your hands. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask before we move on to this. Yes. What do you wear to the strip club, Anthony? This is what I want well, this is a good yes. question. Okay. Are you a guy that goes like full, like, uh, How do you prepare? You know, jeans, yeah. like, no, no preparation, or do you, or one of those gross guys that wears like sweatpants and no underwear? Maybe some baby powder in there so, or something. No, no, no. <laughs> the only times you. I've ever planned to go to a strip club or on bachelor parties. Okay. And not, and even then I'm planning to go out after, or I was planning to go prior to some club or somewhere nice, but you're also so planning that, to get a lap dance. No, I'm not. Well, I mean, kind of, but that's not like the <laughs> okay. thought process. Okay. So you're, I'm dressed to okay. go out. Okay. Okay. But, but the other, the random times I, I do go to a strip club that are not planned. It's just whatever's on. I've been I've been in. Okay, so you've sweats. never like you've never premeditated go to a strip club and no and to look good no chose no. It, no and chosen an outfit that was going to be uh, conducive to laughing. Yeah, like days. silk boxers and some fucking thin <laughs> pants. Is that's what he's trying to get at? Yeah, yes. no, I, I understand, and and no, I wouldn't. I that's just not a thing. Not no, that's that's he's a little a strange. Guy. I'm a classy guy. Yeah, he's a classy. Just guy. you wear the wrong thing, and the girls do it. You're like, ah, this is nice, but I'm really chafing down there. I shouldn't have wore these pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a problem. I'm tomorrow. wearing flannel boxers, <laughs> and or, my dick is about to catch fire. <laughs> or you, or you're done, and and you're just full mast, and you're like, yeah. okay, now what am I supposed to do about this? I'm gonna go hide in the corner. <laughs> yeah, you're not done. Good tips from the jock uh, when you hey, thanks, visiting Trace. the strip club for Trace. Uh, have fun there. I don't know. Uh, all right, look, one more best and worst category before we finally rank these movies. I've been teasing the listener. You guys, let's just talk about our best and worst moments from 2018's Marvel and DC movies. Uh, we mentioned a bunch of them already, but, uh, you know, for me, you, the Thanos snap uh, was a pretty awesome moment. One of my favorite moments. Right. 
because you knew it was coming and you're just like, Thor, why didn't you go for the head? Just so, moments Very right good now? point. Yes. I mean, for me, the number one is, is Thor's entrance. That is also a very geek boner. Geek boner. Yes. Bilotti, you got one? one? What do you got? I have a list, but I'm going to keep it short. You have a list. I don't hear <laughs> he it. He has a list. You can, I have a list. You can work on that, you know, speech <laughs> So therapist. what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to save one of them. I can, I'm, I'm from Andalusia. <laughs> Andalusia. This, That's this, better than your rug boy, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> your Andalusian is way better. <laughs> it's in South Brooklyn, yo. Um, <laughs> Spanish so Anthony, Brooklyn. You just, Anthony, you just stole one uh, one uh, moment from my list. My favorite is probably Cap's intro in Infinity War. That's also, train. yes. The whole scene. It just goosebumps all the way, chubby. That's all a that good stuff. one. The silhouette and the train, and then he catches the fucking uh, staff is amazing. Yeah. Rugs, what do you got? You got something that sticks out? <laughs> Didn't he have a couple and you just cut them off? Well, go around. He'll give me uh, another one next time. Doesn't matter. No, I'm not ready. Go, okay, Bilotti, uh, give another one. Another one? Yeah. Um, this is a stupid another one. Another one. Another, another one? Hold on. <laughs> Another one. Hold on. Go fuck yourself. Now I'm going to read ah, the other one. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, Here we go. Uh, this one I think only me and my brother like, but the scene in the beginning of the Battle of Wakanda, yeah. when they open up the gates and then they charge them, yes. and Cap and Black Panther oh, are yeah. ahead of everyone. Yes, you see them just take off. Oh, like God. they're super fast. That's a fucking God. great scene. Me and my brother will just text each other. Yeah, it's a great moment. Yeah, right yeah. Me and my brother will text each other out of nowhere. Like since the movie, be like, oh, Cap's run, Cap's run. That's all we'll say to each other. I, I just yeah, watched. That was awesome. It gave me goosebumps like every single time I watch it, just seeing that, like, because that's Cap. That's yeah. his whole character. Can, in I, can I build on to that one? Yes. Please build on me. Two, like three seconds prior. Yeah. Black Panther's like, okay, we opened the barrier. Yeah. And M'Baku's like, <laughs> I like the, the yeah, impersonation. I don't know, that's my act. We opened the barrier. Open and M'Baku's like, this will be the end of Wakanda. Yeah. And uh, what's her face? Sure. Uh, what's Okoye? her fucking name? Okoye? Oh, yeah, Okoye yeah. is like, it'll be the noblest ending ever. Yeah. And then Wakanda forever. And, and they, they all like, put their arms up and start yeah. running. The whole oh. build up to that, I thought was awesome. Even the two seconds prior to that, I don't know why it hit me, but. The little moments, this is like these are just the what make Marvel so good. Yeah, the little moments. So right before that, Black Panther um, goes up to Mbaku and Mbaku's doing his war chant. And he goes up to him. He's like, "Thank you for standing with us." And then he they shake hands, and Mbaku's like, "Of course, brother." And that like just that little acknowledgement, yeah. like of what happened in the prior film, like mm. that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. That's good stuff. Uh, Rugs, you come up with one yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, to tell you the truth, there's there's a couple of moments of Aquaman that just visually always stand out yeah, to me. Yeah, and it's the one where he goes to the trench oh and he's got God. the fucking thing, and they're all chasing him down. With red, yeah, with the red flare. Yeah, that was just fucking. That's beautiful. Breathtaking. Yes. Yeah, that um, was monsters look great too. Yes. Yeah. That, so that was really awesome, and just that one scene, that whole scene right there in the boat was very James Wan horror. Yeah, because the monsters like, look great. The trench looked like fucking great yeah, monsters. Yeah, but there were jump scares. Yes, yes. There was that darkness. There that, was that all whole, that shit. That whole sequence, I was floored. That was some of the best directing I've ever seen in a comic book film. In a film, yeah. period. So that was like something that really I took praise. my breath away and really like was like, I'm like, holy shit, this is, I'm totally getting my money's worth here. Yeah. So I think that was one to mention, obviously. Um, I don't really know if I have any other. I mean, the Spider Verse. Like, I think the whole uh, intro to each character was fun. Yep. yep. And uh, I think that the whole movie was like a a moment. Like, I mean, it definitely that was. whole beginning yeah. where he's, you know, when 
when he's walking down and he's in Brooklyn and you just see the, the animation. It really did like uh, it gave me a great feeling. So um, it was something that I won't forget. I love the moment where he finally, uh, you know, he takes Peter's advice and, and, and he hears him in his head. He's like, you just have to take that leap. And he jumps off the building. Right. But the glass breaks and I was reading this thread and someone explained it. So I was like, oh, that's why it's so he's still afraid to let go a little bit, pulls the glass off. But then when he's falling but he's falling up and the camera is upside down. That's I, a great shot. I fucking loved all that. And that's similar. I like how Aquaman uh, fast swims in the water, kind of like Superman flies in Man of Steel, like he's breaking the sound barrier in Man of Steel. And in the water, you see him like breaking the barrier. But I thought the, the swimming effects look great. Every time they took off. Oh, what about the death of Peter Parker? That was a pretty good moment. That was good, but the only issue I have with that is like, he's a, you're just going to let Kingpin take you out like that? Like, but Peter didn't get up? It was kind of no, no, weird. No, no, no. I'm talking about um, in, uh, best moments is uh, Infinity, oh, Infinity War. War. Oh, yeah. that I think, Peter I think Parker. the acting yes. is really good. Yes. In that. Yeah, the yes. acting, I should uh, perform. I think he improv he yeah. that whole bit. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. so tough to like, I, I fully appreciate acting. It's just tough, as Rugby mentioned earlier, because you know that he's in the next. Marvel yes, film. Yes, they're coming out of those so, so, so tough. I know. I don't but know. That why moment that's father and son between him. I don't want to go. Like there's, Tom Holland did a great job. I think that also there's two scenes in Black Panther that always stick out to me as very, very good. And and they're both trips to the afterlife. Oh, oh so, yeah, I like the, those a lot. Yep. Like yeah. when um when um Killmonger goes sees his dad, that's great. Yeah. But even better than that is when T'Challa finds out what happened yeah. and, and then goes he goes back. and sees his dad. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck dad? Yeah. Like, you know, what's going on? And, uh, he's like, how did you, how could you do this? That whole that flashback is powerful too. When you, yeah. you find no, out that, what happens. I've, I rewatch, I've rewatched that scene with the dream sequence where yeah. he talks to his dad and, he when the point where he yells at his dad that he's wrong and everyone was wrong for doing this. I also love when he yells at, uh, Forrest Whitaker later, uh, when, where he's like, I was yeah. following the king. He's like, I'm the king now. And he's, yeah, he's, he's great. Yeah. That that's those two scenes are actually, um, you know, we always say that the guy, you know, Killmonger killed, uh, not killed, he killed, he stole the movie. Yes, yeah. he stole the movie from uh, T'Challa. But like, he had a couple of good scenes in there too. Chadwick Boseman had some moments. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would say Chadwick Boseman. I agree, one hundred percent. I think they just they gave the better role to yeah to Killmonger. Yeah, yeah it's just a cooler yeah. cooler role. And let's not. I mean, we already mentioned it, but like the whole battle at Warrior Falls, the lighting, the set, the people on the hill, the way you don't expect him to throw him off the fucking off the off the thing into the water. Uh, I lo- that was amazing. That was, I, I I did not like that set because really yeah, it looked well, kind of fake to you. It looked very fake. Yeah. It was just a blue screen. Yeah, but. That's my bias for obvious reasons. Well, you're a, you are you work in the industry. Yeah, it just looked like you know what to look for. Yeah, it just the lighting never looks right. What do you think of the sets in Infinity War then, like the Titan uh, environment? I'm trying to think because I just watched it. I liked them. Yeah. I mean, there's the New York scene was kind of weird in the beginning because. Like when Spider Man's in the park, yeah. like you could you could tell it's not Washington Square Park, and it kind of looked like a weird set or not on location. Like, uh, yeah, there was something yeah. weird about it. Oh, the other sets were good. Um, nowhere and uh, when yeah. Thor built his hammer, Wakanda was just at Georgia, but it looked good because it was shot outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You didn't so need the indoors. Good. All right, worst oh. moments uh, in uh, everything in Venom. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how about the, the fact that no, let's, let's throw like I mean, let's let's pick a, a moment. I I'm, mean, I'm going to say the end of the movie that got spoiled in the trailers when he says we are Venom, and it doesn't make sense. He just bit the head off this guy and the fucking Korean lady. It doesn't make a fuss, and she just walks away like it's very weird. And it was, and I'm like, that was in the fucking trailer. That's how the movie ends, you bastards. <laughs> I'm going to go with Aquaman kissing Mera. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. In the midst oh, of the battle. The that is In bad. the midst of the battle. Yeah. yeah. yeah that that Their whole romance is basically them looking longingly at each other. With like stupid, in, in, like, in between, yeah, with, like random shots. pauses. Yeah. yeah with yeah. soap shots. Although they, I did like when she ate the rose. Like that was really cute. Like she didn't understand. Like she's oh. a fish out of water. She thought every, she's looking at people eating vegetables and she takes a bite out of the rose. And then he, he doesn't want to embarrass her. He takes a bite too. I was like, oh, that's cute. But then this fucking holding, oh, we're holding hands. Oh, Oh, I didn't know. You know, you get frightened and you hold hands like it's so fucking cliche. And them coming out of the water to Pitbull's Africa, that just fucking ruined the whole <laughs> ruined the whole movie almost for me. For because why Pitbull? Why it's Kevin Pitbull. Weezer's Africa? Oh, that was a good version of Africa. Or just play Toto's Africa. It shouldn't be Africa at all. That was too on the nose. That was very Fast and Furious. Yeah, too. it should be coming to America. <laughs> it should yeah. be uh, James Brown. Uh, Bilotti, you got a <laughs> living a, in America. Worse, oh, that's living in America. No. Yes. Coming to America was the Eddie Murphy movie. Yes, great movie. Great movie. White Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I would throw in. Uh, man, there's nothing worse though than I mean, nothing worse than Mira and Aquaman, but. Um, Black Manta receiving the fucking legendary dagger from his dad. Yeah, that was in that the was middle bad. of the heist. The the in the uh, also from his dad. While he's dying, you have to live <laughs> to kill that you motherfucker. You gotta get out of here. You gotta yeah. kill that Aquaman. You know, you know what was bad too. Um, the whole intro to uh, Aquaman when uh, the father meets um, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, she eats the fish and yeah. he comes in and yeah. doesn't even freak out. Yeah, he's like, well, people like, eat fish. People eat goldfish like that. He's like, I was yeah. going to make well, it some I mean, eggs. That's the yeah. first time you've seen someone do something like that. You know what else I wondered? That opening scene, those those stormtroopers come in. They we used to do that in, in, in uh, frat parties. Oh, yeah. Goldfish. And, then, and then you would puke them up into the sink in the next day yeah. and they would be sitting this there. Is a, this is like a, a dot, like an injured woman on your couch that you found in the ocean. You know? Well, maybe she was in a fraternity. Or a sorority. This is what I thought about when after they come in and they fucking demolish the house right in the beginning, right? Holes right. in the wall, holes on the scene. inside. But then the very next scene is her leaving and the house is rebuilt. Everything's fine. How did he explain this to his insurance company? This is the only thing I can. What happened to those bodies? And what did you tell the fucking Geico or State Farm that happened here? Did they cover this? I don't. I got know. two from Venom, just because well, they're both stupid and having both in the same movie is equally dumb. Um, him eating the half-eaten chicken out of the garbage. No, that oh, the chicken part, yes, the chicken part. And then him going into the restaurant and eating a live lobster. No, that's my favorite part. Is him getting into the the aquarium is hilarious. Well, I mean, you've doing you. Why do you need two gross out? No, moments? you don't. You're really done. It's overdone. You get that he he you gotta he double eat down. Yeah, yeah, you get it. He eats flesh. What about she venom? Would you put that in a best moment or worst? Oh, moment? when they make out. Yes. It's oh, that's great. pretty bad too. It's yeah, so it's great because everything like, in venom sucks. You're like everything what about venom is the horrible. fuck am I watching? Uh, still entertaining. Uh, can, is there anything in Infinity War you would put in uh, as a worst as a moment? bad moment? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anything with fucking uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy guy with uh, Star Lord, Star Lord, Star Lord's oh, dumb you hate decision. Star Lord. Yeah, he sucks. Well, I mean, that's his character though to have made yeah. that. I'm trying to think of a, a moment that stands out as bad as those. Like the minute that G- Gamora told her 
that uh, she knows where the fucking Infinity Stones right. and he's, she's the only one. He should have just shot her. <laughs> oh, shit. And then, okay, shit. we win. Problem solved. He's never going to find it. Yeah. Next movie. Yeah, I got nothing from that. <laughs> How about something I mentioned earlier? Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, the whole Janet Van Dyne just comes out and she can heal Ghost. And, oh, that sucked, too. Yeah, they don't really. like They, what the they fuck? just do sex mocking yeah. the whole yeah. the whole plot to that movie. Yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing how like forgettable and formulaic that movie was, but you got to remember there was fun parts where where he's stuck at half size. Still a great, oh, that's great. That's a great sequence. Is there anything from like, the thing about Deadpool? I don't even is, remember, I can't remember that part. Remember, oh you know, remember he was in the I school remember. and he was stuck in half size. Yeah, now I remember it. Was it. Funny. I was trying yeah, to remember anything it. like good or bad from Deadpool, and I can't think of anything. Uh, there's one good thing we'll get to later. It's after the movie, and I'm talking about the post credits. Oh, okay. oh, genius! During the movie, I mean, I like the kid playing fire guy, fire kid, whatever his name was. Uh, Vroom Vroom Firestarter Vroom Vroom Firestarter But then you have a big CGI battle Between Colossus and Juggernaut uh, Was it good? Did you guys like that? It was fun Did you get the electricity yeah, right. up yeah, the I ass? Yeah I mean they preface it by Deadpool going Okay here comes a big CGI yeah, fight Yeah he looks right at the camera <laughs> yeah. He's like big CGI fight scene coming up So you're like oh great You know yeah, and so so, you, you, Even though it kind of looks ridiculous you're, yeah. It's part of the thing I like right. that second movie did it, it, it expanded things. See, the it wasn't thing is when you have a weird comedy or animation, you can kind of sidestep a lot of this stupid Especially stuff. Especially yeah, in Deadpool, yes. But it makes sense. All right, look, I think that's good. Let's fucking finally get to the ranking. Talking nerd! Here's what we did uh, different this year. Instead of going round robin and everyone going, what do you have at seven? What do you have at six? What do you have at five? It's a little messy. It's a little hard to follow. This, and honestly, I think that we were kind of on the same wavelength. It would have been, yes. It would have been very similar, and they did come out similar. So what everyone did is they sent me their rankings, and I had to do fucking math. Oh, shit. I did have Anthony double-check the figures. They are correct. So starting at the bottom, number seven out of seven, no surprise, Venom at the bottom. And I think I was the only stinker that didn't have it at seven. Because I did want to put it last. Uh, okay. Seven, everyone agrees, Venom. Number six, this is kind of surprising. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, shit. Coming in at number six. But it's a it's a, it's a a crazy year for movies, and we just talked about how forgettable. Rugs didn't even Let remember comment this. on why that is yes. the way it is, because yes. I moved it down to six, and I was surprised I did it that way. Yeah. But in retrospect, it is, as we've mentioned numerous times now, an entirely forgettable movie. The only thing other, yeah. other than is other the, than the post credit yes, scene, the nothing affects important. anything, and nothing Correct. that happens. No one changes. Nothing gets better. The only thing that comes back is Ant Man or uh, Diane uh, Van Dyne comes back. Janet Van Dyne. Janet Van Dyne. So Diane Van Dyne. and also, uh, I think we realize Diane Lane. Diane Lane. She's not. No, in she's movie. not. In That's movie. Martha Kent. I think we realized a lot of people skip this movie. It feels like a filler before Endgame, and I'm wondering if the same thing's going to happen to Captain Marvel. Where people I don't are, think so. you know, I just need to get through this to get to Endgame. I was surprised how many people just like they didn't watch it. It's before the events of Infinity War, but it's kind of a filler chapter in this giant story a little bit. Yeah. So it's at number six because at number five is fucking Aquaman makes it to number five. And I think that's a, which is a, much more memorable to me. By the it, way. Is, it is a mem- much more memorable film. I mean, they look these for good and bad reasons. James Wan and Warner Brothers DC swung for the fucking fences with this one, and not all hey. of them hit. Another hey, there's another sport. Oh, Congratulations, I used you to beat Ant Man and the Wasp. Yes, you beat Ant Man and the Wasp and Venom, which is not hard, but you beat Ant Man and the Wasp. Some of the stuff six, you got to give him a little bit credit visually. I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp has some great 
uh, special effects scenes too, but Aquaman just giving you a whole world. I think I had it higher on my list. You had Aquaman at number four, along with Bellotti. Anthony and myself had it at five. Right. And that's where it fell. At number four is Deadpool 2, right? Smack dab in the middle. Uh, Bellotti giving it the higher score, Bellotti. You had this at number two. Uh, care to elaborate? Uh, mostly because of that parachute scene. Oh, where everyone just eats <laughs> it at the end. I, I laughed so hard in the theater that I can't. I don't remember the movie for like 10 minutes after that. That milk came <laughs> out of your nose and you weren't even <laughs> drinking milk? Exactly. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Watching it again, the other line I laughed out loud at is where he goes, you killed Black Tom Cassidy, you racist son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, it's still fucking funny. Uh, there's a lot of good lines in there. No, there's, there's more reasons why. I think yeah. directing-wise... That guy is also another legit director. So all those fight scenes were really very well choreographed too. So yeah, kind of, David Leach, John Wick. Yeah, I have to watch it a second time. Yeah, the, the, watch the Cable Deadpool fight in the prison. It's very, very well choreographed. And I, I respect that a lot. I like the whole truck chase scene too, where oh, that Domino's scene driving the truck. Where he's, and, yeah. he's doubting her powers and yes. she keeps getting out of it. Like the, the whole, It was just brilliant. And she's like, I'm in. It, it is actually a very clever movie. I'll give it credit. It's super clever. Super meta, self-aware, and uh, see that's the thing. It's like I just can't believe that I don't. I remember the first Deadpool so much more clearly than this second one. It had you cable. Watch, well, you've probably watched it more, right, yeah. on TV and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But even at, I mean, even after that time, first time I saw it, I I remember everything. Yeah. So all right, that brings us to the top three. This is a very tight race, very hard decision. Uh, coming in number three is. Black Panther people. I think that'll surprise people. I think that will surprise oh, people. Now, here's the ranking. It's it's screwed up because of myself and Bilotti. Anthony Rugboy put it at number two. I put it at number three. Bilotti put it at number five. Bilotti comment. Did I put it at number five? Yes, yeah, you did. did. Um Yeah, I have my reasons, but I didn't think it was as good as people said it did, uh said it was. And I didn't like uh T'Challa's story arc. I thought it was weak. Yeah, I thought he was the weakest character in the movie. And also, um, Coogler is not good at directing CGI battles, and these movies are like 90% CGI. I mean, so. it's his first, yeah, it's his first I, you know, time. his first that. movie. I respect all of that. Yeah. Those are all valid criticisms. Those are valid criticisms. Thank you. It was good. It was a good, no, don't get me wrong. It was good. The performances were fantastic, better than anything in Aquaman. But I go to these movies for spectacle, and Aquaman gave me a spectacle, and mm. Black Panther really did it, you know? There you go. Yeah, so. it's basically... The, it's weird because you have these seven movies and you have to figure out where this stacks up in those seven. But right. Black Panther for me, like, um, I was like, it's not my favorite Marvel movie by far. There's so many other movies I put on top of it. But then this, these other movies came out and yeah. it surprised me how much I enjoyed the experience of it, um, more than than Black Panther. So the right. I, like so Deadpool, even I, I feel like. It's weird that I don't remember that movie. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Venom, no no surprise there. Yeah. Aquaman, you can't ever put Aquaman in front of Black Panther. So it's just a logical spot for Well, that's why I would argue the Black Panther is um, the movie's more about something than Aquaman is, which isn't really Aquaman about gives anything. you more for your money's worth it and does. it's it, and the action scenes are better. Yeah. Even though there's, they're both CG fests. But Black Panther's got character, character, good character development, and it's got yeah. There's more behind. There's, yes. Which, which I don't know. It kind of makes me disappointed because like I mean they're very similar movies too. Kind of what they're yeah. about. Black Panther and Aquaman. If you think about it, this yeah. is both. Yeah, but Black Panther's much 
much more well-written story. Yes. Than Aquaman. The, the writing is just yes. that's what actually takes it over the top. Yeah. Um the the writing. So the, that leaves 100%. us top and the acting. Top 2 and acting, yeah. The movies remaining are Avengers Infinity War, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Number 1 movie for this year 2018 is Avengers Infinity War. Oh, shit. Uh putting Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse at number 2. Can I comment on that real quick? Yes. Because initially when I would have done these rankings, if you would have asked me to do these rankings yeah. right after Infinity War came yeah, out, I would yeah. have said Black Panther's better. Right. Um in retrospect, looking back at Infinity War, it is an amazing accomplishment that that movie is as good as it is with all the things they had to juggle and all yeah. the storylines and everything. And I, I've watched a ton of video essays on after the fact, and I'm really impressed with the Russos and with the writing team for that. They you know, you know did what it a is? fantastic job. You know what it is not to cut you off. But yeah, no problem. If no, you cut them off, them, please. As long as Emron doesn't cut me off. I didn't off. cut you. I know. I'm yeah. just pulling Emron on you. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like Justice League, they basically put these characters in a room together and you're supposed to go, take my money, and it's amazing. Avengers didn't do that. And yeah. this is going back to the first Avengers movie. They, it's not only that they pulled it off, they pulled it off well. Yeah, is, it a right, perfect, yeah. is it a perfect movie? No, but nothing really is, except for maybe Goodfellas. But <laughs> it, they pulled it off and they did it well and you felt every single thing that those characters felt on film. And it, right. despite the fact that it's not the complete story, leaves you hanging... Right. But still, wow. It's still a good movie. It's what? still a it's good an, standalone a, a movie. It's an event comic. Come well, on. If you, if you take it categorically across all the categories, Avengers, right? You have good acting. Yeah. Right? You have pretty good special effects. There's a couple of spots where the heads are floating in the Iron yeah. Man armors. Yeah. And stuff like yeah. That. I noticed that, yeah. too. Okay? Um, so it's not it's not flawless. Um, but it is very good in, in other places. Proxima like Midnight, Thanos. you know, a couple of the yeah. Black Order people. Yeah. But Thanos was good, and that's where it really counted, and and, and all all the other stuff. Um, uh, so the acting's great, the script is great, what they the actors say, how they say it is great. So and the action is is very very good. So everything's working. Right? Everything in this movie is working. There's not like one really weak part, other than those floating heads. How they're gonna like top that. it is amazing. And I mean, both Avengers: Infinity War and Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse surprised the shit out of me because I, I I didn't know if they were able to do this. Uh, Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse surprised me so much because I didn't realize how much love. So the re the reason that came up too is I put it at number one, Spider-Verse to oh fuck God. everything up, and everyone else so had it at three. So your rankings weren't unbiased. No, I put it at number one because well, Spider Spider Verse does a lot of those things well too. Listen, They're very well, yeah. very well. Yes. Acted. What, I, what I'm saying yeah. is, he looked at everyone's rankings. No, no, and goes, I'm no, gonna no. Fuck it I'll up. tell you exactly why. I'll tell you exactly why. Uh, look, Avengers: Infinity War, ten years in the making. Yes, unprecedented. Something that I didn't think they would be able to accomplish. They did. Spider Man, I have loved for 35 plus years, and this movie <laughs> finally gave me the true essence of a Spider Man that, that anybody can be Spider Man. That uh, to you to be a hero, you know, to do the right thing. That and like, how often does that come around? We're getting another Avengers movie next year. This fucking Spider Man into the Spider Verse was just this it, love letter to Spider Man. That didn't I didn't do that in Dark Knight Rises where anybody can be Batman. It was, wasn't that the point of John Blake's character? Yeah, uh, he's gonna yeah, be yeah, Robin. I don't. To be honest with you, I never thought that the re, the the idea of Spider Man is that anybody could be Spider Man. Yeah, he's unique. He's a, I always he's, thought that only Peter Parker could be Spider Man in the way that he is Spider Man, and Miles Morales is Spider Man in, in only way. the way that yes. he can. No, be No, that's what I mean, and I I disagree because reading Spider Man growing up, I was like, I could be Spider Man. Like, you could be. That could be me. 
Like I have the same. That's what I mean by anybody could be Spider Man. You could uh, see I, yourself. I, I'm with you on him running. You know, I'm with you on that and run. Right. I. I look. No, because if Flash Thompson would have gotten bitten by the spider, he would not be Spider Man the way we know it. Well, all right. Th- well, there's Spider Man. What we, everything we love about Spider Man is Peter Parker, right? The fact that he's gone through this stuff and and and, and does the right thing all the time. Yeah. Like Miles Morales just happens to be well, a lot like Peter. Well, Parker. you got to be a good. It's a, your character. It goes back and it's so a, not anyone can be Spider Man, well, but a good person. The quote in the movie from Stan Lee says it perfectly. Like to know when right. you do the right thing is so. Just like anybody hero. who can wield the fucking Excalibur can be fucking king. It's the same thing. You, I see you have what to you're be able saying. To wield you got to be chosen correctly. Yes. yes. It's you better know? than the spider totem thing where it was always supposed to yes, be Peter Parker. I, yes, I understand. That's bullshit. That. But okay, yeah. maybe not anyone, but the good-hearted and all. I just of don't us. want you to devalue the character that fucking carried you on its shoulders for sixty it's a years. Good point. It's a good point. And say anybody can do it. That's fucking the disservice to the character. I agree. Uh, I'd agree with that. I also say I would also add in that a big part of Peter Parker's appeal to everyone, including Imran, was the fact that he went through normal everyday things yeah yeah we could all to, see ourselves yeah. relate to him he was the yeah, everyman the girl yes. problems the the being late for things yeah. the, having homework all that shit can well, i add something yeah. um before i forget i no, want to talk i want you to forget don't add it i'm gonna forget if i don't say okay because okay. that's that's the way i roll be um i want to talk about expectations and the ranking of these movies yeah because i know people are like shocked that black panther solo on my list yeah but it goes back to how he was portrayed in civil war yeah. And from the moment I saw the trailer, I was like, oh my God, I love Black Panther. And in a movie, totally delivered. I was mm-hmm. like, this is, I love Black Panther. He was my favorite character. So when the movie came out, the solo film, my expectations were pretty hot. Mm. And when I saw it, I was like, I'm not getting a Black Panther movie. I'm getting a Killmonger movie. Like, where's that character? You're getting a Same Wakanda thing. movie. You know? Exactly. Same yeah. thing with Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Aquaman, I had zero expectations because it's DC. So I was surprised, which is why I was higher on my list. Same thing with Spider-Verse. I've been bitten Way too many times in the ass with Spider Man. Yeah, um, well, no, you're not Spider Man then. <laughs> no, you like can't. He's Spider Ass. He's Spider Ass. Oh, you yeah. can't get bitten. You're, you're actually getting bitten by Spider Man, which is different than in the radioactive spider. <laughs> I see. Yeah, it's like getting stabbed with a butter knife. It just hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I got the but spider in, herpes. <laughs> but Infinity War was the only one I was genuinely excited for. Yeah, and that's the one. If it was, if it sucked, it just it would have been like at the bottom of my list easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but so, they I mean, fucking ex- expectation it off. and and. Inherent bias is all a big part of these ranking these. Yeah. I just think if you look at these movies and how, how do they on that list of all the things that a good movie needs to a good action movie needs to have, like which one does it the best? Yeah. I mean, the list that we have is pretty, pretty dead on. Yeah. For the most part. Everyone, I, would, I, would, I would, I would, I, mine's a little different, but I would yeah. agree with the, I mean, us go force. like, if I was to say like what has the most relentless action, you say Aquaman because it was obviously the most action, the most personal, exhaustingly re- re- relentless. Yeah, but see, but it, see what it does well in action and effects, yeah. it doesn't do well with, with script with and everything acting. else. Right. Yeah, and a Black, so, Black Panther's the opposite. It's a very deeply moving personal story for some of those characters. Not a lot of action though, really, in the Black Panther. And no. the action's kind of eh, like you Aside know, I mean that one, the there's that one scene, casino yeah, scene and, and a street, couple of yeah. You know, but it, but Infinity War does both very very well. But Spider Verse also crazy fucking action scenes throughout the whole movie. But did you notice in Spider Verse that um, the fighting in that movie 
there was a lot of quick cuts. Yeah. Especially when they punched out. When yeah, the, they don't want to show you any punches. Yeah, they didn't show a lot of punches. Oh, and when they, they kidified when, it. Uh. Yeah, when Peter and Miles punch out Doc Ock, they yeah. don't show it. I didn't but know they it. Show, it cuts away. I didn't notice that. Yeah, mm. I noticed it right away because mm. Spider-Gwen comes in and knocks her right out. Mm. And they show that. And I was like, oh, well, they, They're doing the same thing with Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Like, they're not going to show him actually punch anyone in any of these movies. Like, Which they, is stupid. They said that. I know. It is dumb. And he's a teenager. Because Ra- Raimi Spider-Man was like punching his oh, shit out dude, of Doc Ock. Dude, the first Spider-Man, how violent was that first Spider-Man? Remember the hits? The, the Green Goblin two. fight? Yeah. yeah. Brutal, brutal, violent action. Same Raimi style. It was great. No yeah, that's, part. that subway fight in part two is still yeah. the greatest Spider-Man oh, yeah. sequence ever put to film, I think. Right on. All right. Look, everyone's entitled to their own rank. If you disagree, listener, let us know. Join the Facebook page, whatever. It'll be in the notes. It'll be in the notes. You'll see it here. Real quick, let's do this. Who had the best post credit scene? Recap. Ant-Man. Here's the rundown. Avengers Infinity War. You got Nick Fury paging Captain Marvel before he gets okay, dusted. Okay, that's good, too. That's cool, too. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Spidey 299 comes back and gets stuck in a 1960s Spider-Man meme <laughs> pointing. That's cute. Uh, I was excited to see Miguel O'Hara. Black Panther Wakanda is out in the public. I think this is the weakest out of all no, of them. No, that's not, that's not the only one. And there's also the White Wolf. Being Winter oh, Soldiers. Oh, at the very end. Yeah, yeah but I mean, the, that should be part of the movie. That should have been part of the movie. Yeah. Right? Yes. Was, yeah. Deadpool 2 had multiple uh, post-credit scenes. All of them, I think they got funnier and funnier. Of course, the last one where he fixes the timeline, shoots uh, his old Deadpool and himself, Ryan Reynolds, reading the script for Green Lantern. The, I mean, that bit was funnier than the whole fucking movie to me. Right. That was fantastic. Aquaman... Uh, Black Manta's coming back. Didn't need to be yeah. there. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp, probably the most pertinent, important, important to what's going on. Uh, That's a huge spoiler. Scott is spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I think that uh, Captain Marvel and Ant-Man reveals are very important to what's going to happen to the rest of the Marvel Universe. So and I also think those the, two are the best. They're going to have to explain what happened in Ant-Man and the Wasp in Avengers Endgame because I, they can't bank on people having seen this movie. Like they're gonna yeah. have to repeat this, and then Venom uh, with the silliest post credit scene is Woody Harrelson in a Ronald McDonald wig. Yeah, that, that's fucking un- unbelievably stupid. Carnage, not because of the tease, but because he's wearing that stupid red the wig. wig. Is horrible. <laughs> that's definitely the worst. Venom also gets worst post credit scene. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, for me, the Deadpool scene just because yeah, it was like hilarious. But Ant Man and the Wasp and Avengers also very important. Yeah, coming next year, dude. Next year is fucking nuts. We got we had seven. Superhero comic book movies reviewed this year, and that's not even counting Teen Titans Go, The Incredibles 2, which, whatever. Next year, nine movies, starting with Glass, January 18, which is technically not a superhero movie, but it is. Uh, then, it is, but it isn't. It is, but it isn't. Captain Marvel, March 8th. Then in April, we have Shazam on my birthday, April 5th. Hellboy on April 12th, and Avengers Endgame moved up to April 26th. Hellboy, that's going to make no money. That's going to make zero money. No one's going to go see <laughs> no, that. No, it's I, nothing. I don't think anyone's going to go see that. Then in June, I guess this fucking Dark Phoenix movie is coming out. I'll believe right. it when I see it. Uh, July 6th, Spider-Man Far From Home. He's not dead, people. He's No, no trailer yet. No trailer. Uh, and they showed it at the Brazil Comic-Con. They haven't put it out. I don't know. Because you got to think in this situation, this is a tough spot. How are they going to advertise this movie when you have Endgame coming up without giving away stuff when people already know without just acknowledging it? Oh, he's not fucking dead, even though he's in the trailer. Ever you see him, everyone's right. mourning him. So uh, that's a real tricky spot. 
I don't know how they market this movie or when you put out these trailers. New Mutants, Josh Boone's horror X-Men movie apparently still coming out in August. Other one, I'll believe it when I see it. And then Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker with De Niro, October 14th. Guys, what are you most excited for? I think I know the answer to this. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's going to be Avengers 4. Yeah, I, got, I okay, can't even. Take Endgame off the table. Okay. What would you be most excited for out of this list? Captain Marvel, then Spider-Man, and then yeah. Joker. Yeah, I have to go with that, too. The Shazam movie. Yeah. Spider-Man, I know what I'm going to get. Right. And I'm not really that excited about well, it. I don't. I hope it's not another formula. He's going to be in Europe. There's going to be Mysterio and the Elementals. Yeah, but I know it's like you know Tom Holland is like is is a Iron Spider Man. No, he's, he's going like, to have suits and tech and all this shit. He's Peter Stark. Yeah, he's Peter Stark. All right, so okay. um, I'm looking forward to maybe Captain Marvel like being interesting. Yeah. hopefully. Yeah, because I got questions. I got questions for Captain Marvel, and I need them fucking questions answered. In oh that movie. yeah, what, what's right. what are some of your questions? Where the fuck was she? Who is your daddy and what does Who he do? Who is your daddy? Put that cookie down. She's yeah. fighting the Skrulls uh, out in space. Well, I want to know why Ronan turned. I want to know why um, Captain Marvel. Well, yeah. they're going to show the original Captain Marvel. Yeah. I just want to know where yeah. she went. That's well, all I want to know. A lot of good right. questions. And how come, yeah, Nick Fury just doesn't uh, tell everybody that there's a superhero? Yes. Why didn't he call her before? Oh, did you yeah. hear? Really quick aside. I just read something online that they retconned Loki's villainous turn in the first Avengers. Did you I, hear about I, this? Yeah, I read that. They said that he was mind controlled by the scepter in Avengers. Yeah, that's Who what said made that. It was um, the studio uh, Marvel. Disney? Yeah, it was a Marvel. Or it was an they interview with. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna go and refuse to believe that. Yeah, I don't I don't want to believe that. They why do they want to make him less villainous? They, he's he's a little bit different. Like it's the only movie where he wants to take over the world, like everyone else. All the other appearances, he's like a little trickster. He wants know? to do that because of how he felt from the coming off the first film when he felt unwanted. But is isn't Thanos, felt like is Thanos controlling him from afar no, he, to do this? No, he, well, kind, yeah. Thanos is kind of controlling like the situation, right? But he's manipulating him. But from the Jersey he's playing Shore? on the fact that Loki wants to be in power because he was never the rightful heir to Asgard. Ah, and he's bitter against he's his bitter father and his, his brother. Dad, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It follows an arc. There's definitely yeah. an emotional story arc. So why would they have to tell 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 us that he was being mind controlled to? To make him seem more of a good guy. Look, he's getting a TV show. I don't think he's dead. The Russo brothers said he's dead. I don't think he's fucking dead. He's going to have a streaming show. There's got to be a reason for this. I don't know. Anthony. There's a lot of lying going on. There's a lot of lying going on. Anthony, Avengers 4 off the table. What are you most excited for next? I'm just going to echo Rugboy. I mean, Captain Marvel, Um, Spider-Man. I'm more anticipating Shazam than Joker, but. They're all like those four. Yeah, me. I was going to say Shazam and Joker. I watched this movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. It fucking was just insane. Yeah. It's called You Were Never Really Here. Oh, I heard about this. This is when he went on David Letterman uh, and he was doing the tour. And it's like, a no, that's something oh, else. That's a different one. <laughs> no, that's called I'm Still Here. <laughs> is it? Yes. What is You Were Never Really Here? It's about this. The movie, it doesn't tell you shit. You have to figure it out as it goes. But it starts out. You're following Joaquin Phoenix and he's just done some kind of dirty deed. Like, uh, violent deed. And he calls someone up and says, it's done. And you don't know what, if he's a bad guy or a good guy. You just kind of, like, pick up information as you go. And then he's basically this fucking badass dude who does shit. Wow. And, uh. Um, sounds cool. And, uh, but he's mental. And he's gonna fuck, he wants to fucking kill himself. It's just really crazy, and um, he's just great in that. So I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see what he does with the Joker. So if he could do a psycho Joker the same way, 
That yeah. that'll be fun. Well, guys, guess what time it is? It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> Lottie, what do you think about that piece of audio there? Jesus, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> that's it. That's the right reaction. Oh my God! If I could just had a seizure. <laughs> that's awesome. Little much. What was that? Uh, that was a piece of production. <laughs> I spent hours and hours putting together. I call bullshit. Thanks for shitting all over my work, Bellotti. You're welcome. That's okay. what I do best. Moving on. Uh, Lisa Morrison checking in from the Facebook group, Jogging Her Nation. Her thoughts on Spider Verse. She has a great line. She says, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> on a scale of Rug Boy to Imran, I'd give it a Tony. You get points for that, Lisa Morrison. That was, that was good. I'll that's that's good. pretty fucking funny. And that's like makes, right in the middle. Yeah, it makes complete sense. She's like, it's just good in between. Uh, very good. David Miloski Lalo posting this very controversial uh, post uh, that I can't, I don't know. We have to talk about this real quick. He writes, Aquaman is better than Wonder Woman and on par with Black Panther. Come at me, bro. I had one word for that. Yes. No. I agree. <laughs> oh, we'll come at you. That is incorrect, David Belofsky. Yeah. No, there's no reason to come. It's just that's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> but if you look at that thread, a lot of people agreed with it. Well, Aquaman didn't have that shitty third act like both of those movies. That's a that's good true. point. That is a good point. And it just, it it just finished had, strong. It, it did finish it strong. It finished strong. It just had shitty writing throughout. Yeah, what what Wonder Woman had over Aquaman was uh, better performances. Yeah, of uh, and, and of Wonder Woman had that mo- like Aquaman doesn't have that signature moment, right? While Wonder Woman has her walking out into the no man's land, so everyone cool. can point to that and be like, that movie is fucking awesome. Look at that moment. And we just yeah. talked about how Aquaman and Black Panther are similar subject matters, but completely on the opposite sides of the spectrum. You cannot. Right. I'm, I'm on par. I don't know if it's even on par. I don't know if it's, no. it's not on par. No, no it's, not. They're, they're, it's not. That's a golf thing. I don't know sports. I think they're both good for different reasons. There you go. Yeah. They're not. They you can't can compare be, them. You can be. Yeah. I, I, I personally didn't like the directing of Wonder Woman. It was very choppy and the editing was kind of funky, mm. but mm. but that's just me. All right. That's good. That 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 sparked quite a post there, uh, David. So that was good. Uh, Joey Austin posted, tried to get something started. We have. The Jockinger Nation Awards. He writes, Jockinger 2018 movie nominations. We have discussed this in the past. The Nation nominates the guys and puppet pick the winners. His categories were best movie, best male actor, female actor, comic book of the year, best writer, best artist, geek boner moment of the year. We had a couple of people write in. Joey himself. Here's his picks. Best movie, Avengers Infinity War, best male actor, Tom Holland. And then he put best female actor, Gal Gadot, because I think he thought Wonder Woman came out this year. And he's wrong he again. He was wrong, but he has, I love the category of geek boner moment of the year. He has it as Thor joining the fight in Wakanda in Infinity War. Uh, Justin Zwerner. I love Justin Zwerner. Keep up the good work in the nation. He says. I like how they don't, they don't like acknowledge the list that was put out. No, they, just they just put whatever. one thing. Yes. Yeah. Justin Zwerner, best geek boner moment. Definitely our Royal Highness King Imran getting roasted. Oh, uh, shit. I like that. That was a good, great, great geek boner moment. David Malofsky says, best movie, Mission Impossible Fallout or Spider-Verse. Uh, Fallout's a fucking great action movie. Yeah. That is a very entertaining action movie for sure. For I still have to, I still have to watch it. Solid film. But, Blotty, you, you haven't, seen, you haven't it? seen it? No, I've, I've got I've to catch up on Dude, that. Dude, for old school practical, like actually doing the effects that you're shooting in the camera in real life, 
Uh, you don't see shit like they do in Fallout anymore. And Tom Cruise you, is you a know maniac. What they do a great job of too. Is a lot of the action and a lot of action movies is just kind of bland. It yeah. happens. Yeah. For for some reason, I don't know what the technique is. I'm not a fucking movie maker, but in Mission Impossible Fallout, every punch, every you feel it explosion. Yeah. yeah. F- like if it reverberates it's, through yeah. the screen, it's jarring and it's just brutal, and you feel the hit. Yeah, you're right. It's weird. Yeah, James Cameron does that shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Term- yeah. Term- it's just he hasn't come out with anything in right. like fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, wait till <laughs> he's gonna die soon. Wait till <laughs> wait he's t- making five more Avatar films. <laughs> wait till the twelve Avatars come out, and then he'll be on top of the world. He's again. underwater doing research for the Avatar. <laughs> he film. literally is drawing plants underwater <laughs> for fucking Avatar. No, dude, Tom Cruise learned how to fly a fucking helicopter for this movie. Who does that? Only fucking crazy people like method actors. Yeah, he's a, he's a, now he knows he knows how to do all this stuff from learning it in the movie, and he can mix you a damn fine cocktail while he's doing it. Of course, Brian Goff says, uh, "Not sure if this is supposed to be comic book related or not, but for me, best movie he has Ready Player One. Mm. I haven't seen that. That's really the only best I can think of. It's got Mecha Godzilla. I haven't it's, seen it, that. I want to listen to the audio book of the book because I heard it's better than the movie. No, the movie was fun, yeah. but it's nowhere near as good as the book. It's just not. But he says, if it is, in fact, comics related, Infinity War's best movie, best geek boner moment for him, the Godzilla King of the Monsters second trailer. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, I like the second one. More. Yeah, that got him going. I like the first one more. Bloody, which trailer did you like? I appreciate the, sh- the, call, the yeah. shout out to that. What do you think uh, of those? Like, uh, what do you think of the trailers? I like them both. The second one was definitely more of a hype trailer than anything. Yeah, and it's and it spurred a lot of conversation with uh you know the mystery kaiju and all that stuff, but it got me excited. Who I are, can't... The, are the mystery kaiju Kumonga and Angurus? That's what the word in the fandom has been going around. So there's gonna be six fucking kaiju in this movie. I think more. More. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Jr. Flamin checks in. Geek boner moment. Cap stepping out from the shadows in Infinity War. Yes, yeah, my man. Great moment. We're gonna wrap up with a little bit of geek news led by our favorite. Matt Miller, uh, our favorite. He's doing us a solid. I think we've we find we two tolerate Matt Miller. Okay, our favorite All toleration. Right. Yes, there we go. <laughs> we tolerate this under protest. What's up, Jack and our nation? We're- Matthew James oh. back again. Ah. Happy yeah. 2019 to everybody. 2018 was definitely a great year, but we are hashtag blessed to be living in the time we are living in with everything that's coming out. So <laughs> I cannot wait to see everything. Let's get into some geek news. Ooh, sound effects. We got Punisher season two debuting on Netflix January 18th, just a couple weeks from now. One of the only Marvel shows to survive. So I'm excited about that. Wait, we got to pause there. This is crazy. Two weeks, January 18th, uh, the probably the last season of Punisher, and then it's going to be canceled. Uh, there is Punisher a- season one was really good. Season one was good. Season two, here's your official synopsis. Former Marine turned vigilante, Frank Castle has been living a quiet life on the road until he suddenly becomes embroiled in the attempted murder of a young girl. As he is drawn into the mystery surrounding her and those in pursuit of the information she holds, Castle attracts a new target on his back as new and old enemies force him to confront whether he should accept his destiny and embrace a life as the Punisher. Steve Lightfoot will be the showrunner, and they put out the teaser. Did you guys get to watch this short teaser? No, I didn't see the teaser. Nope. So, I saw it, but I, it, it wasn't rememberable for me. Oh, yeah. They, they, they're they intercutting uh, Bernthal with Ben Barnes' Jigsaw. Now, here's the thing that's a little weird, and I have a comment from Adam Morris about this, is in this teaser, you see Jigsaw's face. And remember what happened at the end of the fucking Punisher, Anthony? What did, Jigsaw, right? Yeah, what did he do to his face? 
He rubbed it up against some glass. <laughs> yes, he did. He, he brutalized his face. Oh, he fucked them up good. And they were even like, I don't know if we can put this back together at the end. So you see him in this trailer and he's not that kind of scarred up. Does not. Yeah, he looks fine. He looks oh, really? fine. Yeah. I have to look at this trailer. And then he's got this mask on that looks like that, you know, that dance group Jabberwocky and they wear those white masks. Yeah. He's wearing one of these masks. But it's all about like. Frank Castle putting the pieces together, Ben Barnes separating the pieces, and then there's a great line in the teaser where he's like, I don't die. I'm the one that do, does the killing. Uh, Castle says that. But Adam Morris posted a, 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 a comparison photo of Jigsaw from Punisher Warzone 2008 with the next, Netflix's Jigsaw, and wow, the Warzone one is brutal. He goes, I hope the new Punisher season is awesome, but Jigsaw just looks like a dude that got in a weak bar fight and got bottled on a Friday night. Warzone is not a good movie, but Jigsaw in that was legitimately upsetting to look at. No, yeah. Not sure why they went so conservative, unless he gets re-fucked up yeah, at the end of the that's season. That's kind of disappointing. They went a little over the top with the performance in Warzone, yes. but yeah, the makeup was really That gross. looked like a Jigsaw, I, like I a was guy. Hoping, yeah. yeah, I was hoping we'd get something. A guy who had his face stitched together. Well, I think what they're doing, it seems to be, is more of like an internal, like he's Ben Barnes really is turning into this fucking psychopath and cracking and, and losing it. Yeah, but you gotta. But he. Man, what about his face? I wish they would, yeah, you gotta do the face. What? Watch the teaser. He's got this mask. It's got cracks on. It just doesn't look good. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't go full. No, balls. Maybe they, they, never, they never go full no, balls. The wolf with the with the Punisher or he, with the uh, Netflix the, right? stuff. He barely has the skull on his fucking thing. Also, like it's there, but it's faded. Yeah, but it looks. I can't wait. I want to see their testicles against the wall. Yes. Oh Let's shit! Balls to the wall, and then how soon do you think they'll announce that it's canceled after January eighteenth? January immediately 19th? after it comes out. Yes, the drop it all, <laughs> and it's canceled. And then we still have Jessica Jones. All right, back to Maddie Miller. Uh, we got Stranger Things season three coming on July fourth. Amazing show, super original. Love it. I cannot wait. Um, recently watched Mortal Engines. I can see why this movie didn't do too good in the box office. It kind of reminded me of Into the Badlands uh, mixed with fighting cities and everything, but it was definitely way too long. And I can see why people didn't really get the concept because it was kind of weird and out there. Uh, Michael Bennett made a weird, like two second cameo in the movie. Anthony knows who I'm talking about. Who is Michael Bennett? Which movie? Mortal Engines. Michael Bennett, the, uh, the football player, I guess he, he said you would know who he's, who he's talking um, about. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that's me. So Michael Bennett, who plays for the Seahawks or used to play for the Seahawks. He's in Mortal Engines, I guess. Or no, the no, Eagles. That's completely useless information to me. <laughs> okay. Overall, yeah. the movie was kind of interesting, but definitely too far out there for everybody to get. Um, also watch Bandersnatch on Netflix, the interactive choose your own past story. That was very cool. I like that a lot. Um, I can see more of that style story movies coming to Netflix and every other platform because it was kind of cool. You guys bandersnatched yet? I did it. I bandered the fuck out well, of I it. I bandersnatched all over myself last night. It was fucking great. Yeah. Oh, I my think God. I did it for like three hours. I was bandersnatched. I did it twice. I bandersnatched twice. Oh. And I saw How sh- many endings did you oh, get? Oh, I got all the good endings all and all the bad endings. I think I got like six. Dude, I saw shit the second time completely different than I didn't see the first time. Did you try Bandersnatch, Anthony's? Not yet. Here's here's what we're going to try to do. I'm going to try to get Anthony to Bandersnatch this week, and I would like to discuss it next week. How about that? Can we do that, guys? How about you, Bilotti? Did you Bandersnatch? I have, I have no idea what that even is. What is it? <laughs> Can you explain it to me? Do you have Netflix? I do. What is this? Uh, uh, Black Mirror, which is a like a Twilight Zone type show. Yeah, I saw an episode. They put out every, every year, they put out a Christmas special. 
And this year, their Christmas special was a choose your own adventure. Oh, I did hear Dude, about it's this. crazy yeah. fun. I did hear. It's about really this. amazing. And you can yeah. choose the path and you can go back and get different endings and do it again and get a different story. It's fucking ambitious and crazy. Uh, uh, it's pretty deep. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I definitely I need to discuss this. This is just the beginning. Folks. I, yeah. It's going to get even I more. I want Anthony Anthony Bandersnatch this week. We got to talk about this. It's fucking crazy. All right. Back to uh, what um, I found an Imgur post that had a guy saying all the possibilities that would happen. And basically the, the outcome, the best outcome of this movie is to get a five out of five rating on the television show. So anyways, that was cool. Uh, what are your guys best memories or things that happened or things that you saw in, from 2018? Cause we really didn't talk about that. All right, guys, happy 2019. Let's get into it. Chuckin nerd. Chuckin nerd. Uh, uh, just uh, somebody throw out a moment. I have, I'll start fucking Disney buying Fox. Yeah, that that's huge. the craziest shit that uh, we wanted to happen. Didn't think it was ever going to happen. By next year, it, the deal will be complete. They're, Imran, yeah. I mean, that's good. It's a big thing. That's It's a big deal, yeah. like Disney buying Fox and getting the characters back. But for you personally, you got a fucking PS4 uh, I, and a Spider-Man game. Well, I was working up to that, <laughs> you motherfuckers. Uh, that should be the first thing that you say. I was going from the least to the first. Yes, <laughs> number one moment. Is uh, patron saint of awesomeness, John Seifert. See, you got to blow your load right there. Getting me a fucking PlayStation 4 and Spider-Man. Absolutely, number one, uh, <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, you guys have anything that sticks out to you? Oh, man. For 2018? Yeah. Like, yeah. What, I mean, like that, anything? To me, that... that, that PlayStation 4 is like the biggest thing that ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> no, we had other, I mean, the, we had other great things. We had, you know, the pledge drive was awesome pledge, too. Yep. That was an awesome, a, uh, a great fan moment. The J Muse drop and photos. That was fucking well, great. Cool. Uh, this is all <laughs> the, the listener roasts, uh, episode. Uh, I was surprised we got that many things. It's all fan stuff. That's great. And, really. and yeah, I would go. That's yeah. Let me echo that. The, yeah. the listener roasts, Admittedly, I thought those were going to be terrible. Right? Though they were all really good. They're very impressed, guys. You guys killed it. Uh, Anthony, like- we got Wizard World press passes this year. I got oh, to yeah, go for right. free. That was fun. What, what is Bilotti like? I was I was going to say something, but em- Emron drowned drown, just drowned me out again. Yeah, I, of I, course, I got yeah, nothing to say. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> look, you, look what you've done, Emron. <laughs> I have sh- alienated our guests. I have a way with uh, people. I don't have to moderate your page, but I do because I love you guys. But now I'm starting to second guess that, Emron. Oh shit! Now you got to be the bodyguard. Fine. I'll like, be the, like uh, Whitney Houston the style? Guard. Yes, the, the guard. guard. You got to be the Kevin Costner to my and Whitney. I got, <laughs> I got an itchy trigger finger. Let me <laughs> tell you. Um, what the hell was I talking about? What, uh, I, don't, what I don't know. Can, can we rewind? Emron, what the hell are we talking about? Uh, talking about just like things this Rob year. Really, moments, great moments yeah. from the air. Something that sticks out. What, for you guys or in general? Or just in general, for you. Well, I bought a new place. That's like oh, the best thing. that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, it's not it's geek big. related. I think for the podcast, yeah. when, <laughs> when you when you were letting everybody call in and then they were talking on the show and you wanted, it went on too long. So then it became like a like a, a controversy where everybody, where Tony and uh, Rugboy didn't want you reading that stuff anymore or playing it. And then you played one and Rugboy stopped. He goes, stop, stop. Let me tell you what you did wrong. I fucking lost it. I was, I was, <laughs> I, don't even I, was I remember where I was. Remember like when, that when, one. When Kennedy got shot or when 9 11 <laughs> happened. <laughs> Holy shit. I remembered I was at the gym doing legs when I heard that. I, was, I lost it. Yeah, we had to like rope Imran up and like tell him the deal about playing shit on the show. Yeah. We had to like yeah, make the whole thing. Listen, it was, it was you. There you, was a lot behind the scenes on that one. Yeah, but you calling out the guy like, stop. All right. This is what you did wrong. And that was just, <laughs> it was brilliant. I loved all of it. 
Good no, stuff. So that, that was all scripted and rehearsed. Me being a complete asshole yeah, is that, always funny for other that's people. That's always the highlight of the year. Yeah, that was when it doesn't, You don't like it when it happens to you, but it's funny for everybody Something else sad we can't forget, though, is... The passing of Stanley. Stanley, I, yeah. you know, that I, was a good episode too. Yeah, that was like I look back at the shows we did this year, and we one of the shows was called the Stanley situation. Remember, I was like deeply invested. We broke down what was going on, uh, and then for it to finally happen was unreal. But it was great remembering and talking about him. But fucking twenty eighteen year, fucking that finally took up Stanley. to that point. We had been talking about how his family's screwing him over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, the end of his life wasn't great, but yeah. the rest of it. Was I mean the man gave us we'll get, everything? We'll get we some love. more touching stuff. Yeah, in the next. It's movies. still, it's still like uh, a little raw for me yeah. for Stanley. Yeah, yeah. I'm still kind of feeling the effects of that. Yeah, after. it is. It was it was the Spider Verse cameo was that probably cameo was great. That was tough. And then at the very, you know what? What if I was, um, if I was alone watching that movie, I totally would have cried at the very end where they had the quote. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. And then Great it was dedication. Like a, yeah. Yeah. It was Stanley's quote. And then what was the quote? I the forgot quote what he was, what was, on, the, what, was what was the gist? Basically doing the right thing when you're, Oh yeah. Something about doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. And then they had the Steve Ditko Stanley little memorial. Like right after that, I was like, Oh God, like that, that totally got me. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to, throw in a couple more on these next films too the, but the, yeah, the spider-man stuff for sure the quote was yeah. that person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed without a doubt a real superhero and that's stanley yeah. if you read stanley like his bio like that's yeah, him yeah i you know and i it still feels unreal and i think it will for a while because we got this cameo there's going to be cameo in probably the next three or four marvel movies how many did they film we may still be seeing him through these Marvel movies, and you're going to be like, oh, Stan. It's weird, but it's. Uh, I hope they filmed lots of cameos. And then you could just CGI and put him in. Stan's stuff. not dead. He's hanging out with Tupac on that island. In Big That's Elvis. right. Yeah. Tupac and Elvis. He's in the Spider-Man game, too. There's a cameo. He's Rabbits. He's at the fi- like, I- Is he at the fire Festival? No. no. <laughs> He's at Burning Man. <laughs> He's like... Pass me that joint, Tupac. <laughs> oh, Stan, hit this shit. Is that a spliff? Uh, <laughs> back in my day, we... Sh- I used to smoke these. We smoked out of apples and, and, and aluminum cans. Me and Kirby used to light. <laughs> How do you think Ditko came up with all that? <laughs> oh, Ditko was doing acid drugs. He used to roll up pages of Batman and get really high. Yeah. <laughs> Ditko uses stick uh, pages of Batman and formaldehyde and smoke them. One time, Kirby dipped a page of Aquaman in PCP and rolled it up. He was never the same after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope he's having fun up there. Stan, we love you up there. You're watching. All right, look, that's the end of the show. Bilotti, well, plug your shit. How's everything over at Robo7.com, where you have amazing prints and artwork for sale daily? Well, first of all, thank you. Um... I do. I do want to break news here. Cool. Tee Public, the where I do all my T-shirts, yeah. are, they now feature me on their front page, and I'm oh, going to be. Oh wow! We use yeah. Tee Public too wow. for our shop, but nobody on buys their front anything. Page? Yeah, Dang. I'm on their front page right now, and they're going to they're going to schedule me to be like a regular regular featured artist on oh, Tee Public. Yeah. That is, tight. I see that Get out of here. Really? Yeah, right. So I've been on, the, like, on the kids' apparel, right? Yeah, kids' apparel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. And I reached out to them because they added me to this. Um, it's like a T Public preferred artist page. Yeah, I guess nice. I, I guess I move a lot of product for them, and they said we want you. They're like, we what want kind of you. Oh, special. <laughs> well, let's not talk about it right now. Special <laughs> K. <laughs> How many pieces of uh, of work do you have in your T Public shop? 
I now uploaded a few. I got like 23 what, right now. What is your T pub? If I need yeah. these, wanted to search link, your design, link me. Uh, no, Robo, let me just Robo 7. Robo 7, yeah. Okay. R O B O 7, the number 7. Yeah. Uh, and I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. So if I go to T Public and go to the kids' t shirts. Well, if you go Actually, to the homepage right now the and you page. scroll down, you'll see a kid wearing his Popzilla t-shirt. You can also just search Robo7 and all of these things yeah. pop up. Fantastic. Are you? Uh, so is this your main shop now that uh, you are providing prints t- and t-shirts, right? No, it's, uh, prints I do on my own, but okay. that's ba- mainly for t-shirts. And more tote, t-shirts. Or like tote bags. mugs and pillows and shit. Yeah, they yeah. have all that yeah. merchandise on there. It's great work. Uh, where can the people find you on Twitter to tell you how awesome of an artist you are? Uh, what the hell? Do you is, use your I, Twitter? I do, well, mostly because of you guys. But okay. it's I think it's like Bloody underscore John. Right on. And you know, at Twitter or whatever. Uh, website is Robo Seven R O B O number seven dot com. Uh, Facebook it's R O B O Seven The Art of John Bellotti Jr. It's amazing it, artwork, listener. Check it out. Buy some. Get yourself some prints. Uh, do you see yourself doing like uh, legit comic stuff or just sticking with Godzilla pretty much? You know, I've been getting a lot of uh, commission work lately. Oh, yeah? A lot of people ask me to do stuff. Um, I don't. I don't know if I could do comics. I tried doing it. I, I have a day job that takes up a lot of time. No, I mean, like no, shirt yeah, designs. Yeah, like, like I, oh, like I want to see a, a Bellotti Spider Man. What does that look like? Oh, I did that. I did that years ago, and it was actually one of my best selling prints before I switched over to Godzilla. Um, I mean, I could do it, but there's so much of that stuff on the market. Bellotti that- Hellboy would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, but the riches are in the niches, and he's yeah, that's him. true. He's you find your audience. Yeah, I mean, you type in Spider Man, you can you can get like a million Spider Man. That's a good shirts. point, and you are you are the guy for Godzilla art. I mean, you're one of the guys that. What if you do like weird shit, like like RoboCop? Oh, I can do that. I'm actually doing a Game of Death poster, uh, Bruce Lee. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, a good idea. I would do some niche yeah, shit. Yeah, some Bruce yeah, Lee posters. I want to. Uh, I want to eventually move into Bruce Lee. You know, oh, that'd be that awesome. That's that a, would be sick. It's a natural transition. Yeah. Yeah. Because Japanese and Chinese people are so similar. They're not yeah. the same? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, wait, what? No, they're not the same? Oh, shit. Right on. Look, I have links to all these in the show notes. Visit it. Check it out. Ow. Rugs, uh, where can the people find you and who? which director will you be pissing off next week? I don't know. <laughs> Tune in and find out. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how it happens. I seem to have like a magnetic Twitter. I just seem to stick to like weird people. All the time. You, you draw the attention of people that I would never have thought would be drawn to a, an avatar of a puppet named Rugboy. But think about it. Like, there's so many people making asshole comments. What's so special about mine? They're not even that good. I don't know why you stick out. I just think that people see a puppet and they're like, fuck this puppet. You're like, this puppet's an asshole. I'm going after him. <laughs> God uh, damn it. Listen, out of all of us, you're the only one who got a like from Kevin Smith on a tweet. So that's fucking that's true. something. Talking nerd. That's fucking something. At really Rugboy on Twitter. Listener, yeah, come find me. Come find him. Check check out his fucking debates. Uh, and listener, help us grow. Word of mouth is the best way you can help us grow. Recommend the show to one person this week. That's your homework. Just tell one person. Make it ten or ten. Look, a lot of people. The holidays ended. They got smart speakers. They got the Google Dot, the Google Homes, the Amazon Echo Dots. We can be found on all of those. If they have a new phone, they need some free content. Hook them up. Recommend one person or ten people. And uh, that's how we're going to grow this empire of stupidity. Thanks for listening this week to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. Uh, He's the nerd. We'll peep you next week. Uh, I miss the old man. Here we go.
gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. I don't have that one. Racist. Talking nerd. Get your heads off my penis.